What's in store for your business this week at Staples? Cases and cases of confidence. Staples can help give you the confidence that your business is ready for the year ahead with all the supplies you need. Like paper. And right now, when you buy a 10-ream case of Staples multipurpose paper, you get one free. So you can be confident you're ready for whatever business comes your way. Buy one case of Staples multipurpose paper, get one free. Now at Staples, where there's a whole lot in store. In-store only, limit 10. Valid through 1519. Thanks for tuning in to the hottest talk radio show around. Providing an open discussion for some of the most important social issues and trending topics today. From personal growth or spirituality to sex and relationships, no subject is ever taboo. So prepare to be empowered, enlightened, and entertained during another episode of the award-winning Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. Real people, real topics, real talk. What's up, what's up, what's up? It is Wednesday, February the 1st. It's your hump day Wednesday. I'm in the studio. This is Will Strayhorn, by the way, and I'm in the studio with three beautiful women. Miss Caprice Elmore, Deneen Majors, and of course, Nikki Curry. Hi, Nikki. How's everybody doing? Oh, we fantastic. Good. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you welcome for to the us. show. Thank you're welcome. You, you're welcome. You. Caprice, you're no stranger. You were on like two seasons ago, I yes, remember. I was. You were there via phone. Yes. Now you're in the studio. Yes. How's it feel? <laughs> Excellent. You're looking good, boo. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Deneen. Hey, hey. Thanks for coming in. I'm so glad to be here. I'm excited to be here with you ladies. We're excited to be here with you well, too. Let's get, so for people who do not know you who may have been on a rock for the past, you know, decade. <laughs> Let everybody know how fabulous you are. Starting with you, um, Caprice. Hello, everybody. My name is Caprice Elmore. I am a life coach, and I'm an author, and I'm the CEO and founder of Intimate Conversation with Women, which is a life coaching practice. And what I do is I motivate women to become a better version of themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to change yourself. I just want you to understand who you are so you can make better decisions about yourself. That's what I'm about. All right, all right, all right. And Deneen. Okay. Hey, hey, okay, this is Deneen Majors, and I am a hairstylist here in the 757 area. But not only am I a hairstylist, I am also the proud owner of a health and wellness company. And my job is to help you feel better from the inside out while making you look good. All right. Hey, hey, hey. All right, that's what's up. (laughs) What's the name of your company? It's called Total Life Changes. Total Life Changes. Okay. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on and your business as well. Yes. So this show is all about helping people improve their lives, live better, fuller, richer lives. Um, This whole season, as I said, it's called Naked, No Longer Ashamed. Because I really believe he who conceals his illness cannot expect to be healed. And illness is not always physical. Sometimes it's emotional baggage. It's it's, it's spiritual. So this whole season I'm committing myself because big things are in store for all of us for 2017. And um, we need to start cleaning out 
the house. Yeah. Getting the house ready That's for right. blessings, That's right? right? That's right. That's right. right. I'm not going to preach. <laughs> you are right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, a lot's going on. Beyonce having twins. Come on, yeah. It made breaking news. <laughs> I said, oh, that's breaking news. Yes, it is. All right. <laughs> she's having twins. I think she, they said she's like maybe four or five months, mm. which means there are people already complaining because I think she's supposed to be doing something at Coachella which is in California, mm-hmm. and they were saying that sh- if she's five months, by the time it gets here, she's going to be, if she's having twins. Mm-hmm. Now, that's mm-hmm. if she's having twins. Mm-hmm. If she, because, hey. you know, there was. I've seen people, you know, do, do better things, though. So. Really? Yes, yes yeah. I've seen people do it five months with twins. Yeah. Hey, if she could do, she's Beyonce. Come she's on. Beyonce. I mean, she's Beyonce. She's Queen B. She is that's Queen right. B, okay? All right. all right, all right. Everybody week going well? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, so it's so like so that, that mid, mid of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Do you work every day? I, I do. I yeah. work every day. Um, some Mondays by appointment only. Okay. You know, Saturdays by appointment only. But I'm there Tuesday through Friday. Okay. Yeah. And what does your your week look like? What what, what do you normally do? Well, what now I first of all, are you painting up like this every day when you go to work? I am. Are you? <laughs> I am. I am. Beautiful, I do, right? I beautiful. Beautiful, right? I do believe your appearance is your business. There you right, go. Of course. There you go. Right. Uh-huh. So yes. Um, what I do if I don't have any clients, I substitute teach. Okay. Oh, do you? So I can give back to the um the youth and community, try to help them to understand who they are, so they can have their own business. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's up. Yeah. Okay. Um, Go ahead now. I have had to um, reschedule. Not currently. I'm like working Thursday through Saturday. Okay. In the salon because I'm doing. I graduate from here um, in May. Ooh. So I will. I'm doing an internship and I do that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at this place called the Studio Center. Okay. Where they do commercials, voiceovers, mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, so I'm really enjoying that and just getting ready for what 2017 has it's for gonna me. It's going to be big, right? It's going to be huge. <laughs> I feel like God has been preparing me for the past couple of years for whatever mm-hmm. is going to transpire this year. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. you're going to be at the point where you can mm. receive it. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because I'm doing the work. That's 2017 is a year of growth. That's what I heard. It is. That's what, you know what? I went to I went to the concert center on um, New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And um, Bishop Kim Brown, he said for expansion, year of mm-hmm. expansion, same expansion, thing. growth, the mm-hmm. same thing. Because last year yeah. was a year of manifested miracles, yes. and this year yes. is a year of growth. Oh. Come on now. But you had to plant some seeds. You had to plant some seeds. There you hey, go. But you no. had to plant them on fertile ground, too. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, let's just cancel the guests. And have <laughs> <a> guest. <laughs> Look at Nikki. Okay. <laughs> that, uh-uh. uh-uh. Not doing that today. Yeah, but you know what's been a lot of things going on in the news. So let's get to our segment that we call the chat. Yes. Talk about what's going on until our first guest calls in, um, which is Mr. Corey Taylor. Um, he's the former manager of SWV, who um, he had a stroke yeah. last. As a matter of fact, this month makes a year. Um, last February, and um, remarkable new man. Looking over his bio, and um, he's he's making strides, and he's turning this into a situation where he can help other people. So yes. he's going to come on the show and talk to us um, about all he's doing with the, um, I believe it's the American Heart Association and Stroke Association. This, it's this month. It's this month. Yeah, you know? this month. Yes. Exactly. Where you're at. Right. Where that's you're oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Where you're at. Um, are you guys going to the thing on Friday? I'm not. You're not? I went last year. This is supposed to be my first year going. I know. Peace be on him. God let him go. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I like about Corey with the conversation that he's going to have is that you – it is no face for stroke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's any age now. Yeah. Exactly. You know, before, when we was, we was young, it was the older people uh-huh. having it. Now, it's anybody can have a stroke. Exactly. So I'm glad he's coming on to even talk about how his struggles was and how he's able to change his life around to to be able to talk to other people and exactly. let them know how it yeah, is. Yeah, because my girlfriend didn't have that chance. We just buried her on um, Saturday. She was 45. 
Wow. She had two back to back. And so we did, she didn't get that chance to come back and say, you know, this is what happened. Now. Yeah. So I'm very I'm very anxious to hear what he has to say. Corey, I'm so excited. We yeah, we're sign. waiting to hear I'm from so you, man. Right. Yes, he's going to be calling in at 7.30. So first thing I want to talk about, which I've been thinking about all day, <laughs> is can you love more than one person at mm-hmm. a time? Mm-hmm. Polyamory. <laughs> Nikki Curry. <laughs> Are you going to lead by? Okay. <laughs> what, so what do y'all say? Okay, so let me re- just read this article. This lady named Mischa Lynn and the Open Love New York Polyamorous <laughs> Community. They um, were in this article. They said polyamory is the practice of loving more than one person at a time. I don't see why that's a problem. Mm. Um, (laughs) Some of the misconceptions that people have about the lifestyle, um, she wanted to clear up. And they wanted to basically challenge people to reconsider the traditional bounds of partnership. I have no problem doing that. (laughs) The advantages of a polyamorous connection over a monoamorous, all these amorouses, relationship. (laughs) Um, it says it gives you a way to not have to cheat. All for that. Mm. If you're in a monogamous r- monogamous relationship, you won't be able to act on love. However, however long that is, if you see somebody, if you feel a spark with somebody, you can't act on it because mm. that's cheating. Mm. You made the decision to close yourself off to love. Polyamory is a way for us to say, I'm not going to do that. So I want to ask you, ladies, could you be in a polyamorous relationship? First of all. If you can't, I mean, you know, can or cannot. I'm Why? going first. Well, no, I cannot. Why? Been there before, but not oh, by so choice. Oh, so you've been in one. No, oh, not by choice. Not by choice. Oh, you was, a, uh, you was an unwilling participant. Unwilling participant. I'm good. Listen, uh-huh. me by myself or it's, it's hit the road. Okay. I'm good. Okay. I don't want to do that. So are you a person who likes to embrace change? Do you, I or do you love, think, are you I love to embrace you change, but mm-hmm. it, it's some certain rules and principles some I live my life by okay. now okay. that I probably wouldn't have maybe 10 years okay. ago, okay. but I'm on a certain another wavelength, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and that ain't part of my ride. Okay. <laughs> and how long have you been married? I have been married going on six years. Six years. So seven years ago. Let's go. Let's go to eight years ago. Well, give you some leeway. Uh, no, no. no I've, I've always been a one woman girl. Okay. And um, I, I love my husband, so I I know in order for me to love, I have to give everything one hundred percent. Now I, I people may not like what I'm about to say, uh-huh. but I I don't believe that women uh-huh. can love more I than heard one person that. because mm-hmm. we get our emotions hooked up in it. Mm-hmm. Men, I do believe, they're not emotional creatures. Mm-mm. So they can just go ahead and, you know, do what they do. But I don't believe that women can do it Mm-mm. because we too emotional. I'm you know, we you jealous and everything else. So, no. I totally agree with you on that. Mm-mm, I don't think so. So I think that we, we just need to go ahead and stick to our one man, one woman, mm-hmm. and, and keep it going. And keep moving. Yeah, women is not, we wasn't built for that. What you say? <laughs> this is what I said. <laughs> This, okay, you know what? I thought that I could, and I actually suggested it to a former relationship that I was in. When I got my wish, I was like, oh, no, I don't want to do that mm-hmm. because I forgot they could do it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now, when I can do it, I think uh, that's right, and that's I think right, that's, that's the right. way we should go. Mm-mm. But when I see you doing it, if you do it first, I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, no, nah. this is not This is not what God wants. This <laughs> is not his best for us. But you know what my you, uncle always say? Uh-huh, what? It ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. See? <laughs> <laughs> and, I ain't, and I ain't think about that. I was just thinking about me, me, me. Uh, uh, that's right, that's right. So I would have to say no. no I, I couldn't. Uh, do it. I, I couldn't can't. do it. I, I, I think definitely can't. Um, no, you don't want to do but, that. But what would you do if your current partner, if your husband said, you know, let's 
let's you know what, baby, it is 2017, and I love you too much to share you. I mean, to not share you with the world. What would you say? You do, you do share me with the world when I'm when I'm. You gonna sit there? You gonna rationalize? You gonna rationalize with him? When I'm doing, he's sharing me with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, personal so you, me? Uh-huh. Oh no, mm-hmm. only with that. It, all right. I know that's you right. Know? I know Girl, that's give right. Give me some. <laughs> <laughs> but what you want to talk about? Well, what I want to talk about uh-huh. is Miss Tina Campbell. Tina Campbell. And, oh. um, you know, she's supporting. Murmur. Murmur. With the supporting of Donald Trump. Now, I understand mm. God created everyone and everybody has good intentions. Yeah. But, you know, like Maya Angelou said, when people show you who they are, believe, believe them. them. Believe, the first believe them. And I believe if they're already putting their cards on the table and showing you all, why yeah. even bother to give them the benefit of the doubt? Yeah. They track record speak for itself. And his track record speak for itself. So what's the com- what, what was the context behind it? Was she somewhere and made it public? Did she? She was just saying that, you know, she wants him. She wants people to give him a chance. Mm-hmm. And, they know, that, you know, God created everybody. And she believes that there's good in him. Uh-huh. I believe there is good in him. Uh-huh. There's good in him. But evil spirits take over good people. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, so she just, uh, but you know, know the saints, but they, you know, the saints always think they can pray everything off everybody. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, he might be dolphin some holy water. Or something. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but yeah. I, I, I just pray for him because he is a leader. You know yeah. what I mean? And they say, I mean, gotta, if he wins, we win. The office. If he loses, we're yeah. going yeah, You know, gotta but you got to respect the office. You got to respect the person. Right. So yeah. all I'm saying is this. True. Just pray for him because that's what God put in you. That's right. And you don't want to. Put nothing against yourself. Just yeah. go on and pray for the man to mm-hmm. keep moving. Yeah. Like, we, all, we don't know what the crazy man going to do, but keep moving. That's but it. My question is, have any of you uh-huh. ever supported somebody you didn't believe in just because you was a Christian? Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's a good Not one. me. No, Not I ain't. No. I'm always the person who I don't mind being the only person to go a different way. Yes. yes and exactly. I don't mind yeah. telling you. Uh, no. Go rogue. I don't mind going uh, rogue. No, I'm good. Yeah. I'm a rebel. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. What exactly. about you, Nikki? The Nikki Curry wouldn't do it. <laughs> Wait a minute, where are you going there all painted up? Where are y'all coming from? Where are you going all painted up? Okay. I got, I got my eyes on you. <laughs> I, I just wonder about that because a lot of people yeah. say, well, we're a Christian. We have to, you know, go ahead and support. No, no I mean, if my morals are different from yours, I don't have to support what you believe. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make me less of a Christian. Right. True. It doesn't. It really doesn't. But I think what they're saying is not to support him. Just pray that he's going to make the right decisions. Uh-huh. Like, I don't have no support for him, but I pray because I know our country is in trouble. You know what I'm feeling? Oh, wow. But look, we already yeah, We're paying crazy. for it. They're going to pay us back. Man, what, what day is this, y'all? Man, please. How many days is this? What? How many days he been in office now? Of what? Uh, uh, not all even of 11 week. days, it's I 11 days. Yeah. It ain't even 14 days. Uh-uh. Okay. That ain't two weeks. Y'all need to pray a little harder. And he turned Yeah, we need to pray a little harder. I think I need to hit my knees one more time. I don't know. That's right. You're going to have to pray a little hard. It's a lot going on. Mm, It it is is a lot going on. Okay, so, I don't know. I was reading this article, and it was about this guy who, um, he said that um, his rude co-worker called him fat and Uh made him change his life. And, you know, that's something that kind of touched me Uh because he said they were having lunch, Uh and um, she asked him, you ever thought about losing weight? He said, I've been fat all my life. What do you think? I I always think about losing weight. Yeah. And so I guess it kind of struck a nerve, and he finally did it, right? So I was thinking, like, nobody has ever called me fat and made me change my life. But I got a question for y'all. Has has anybody ever said anything to y'all that was so rude uh. that made y'all want to change? Well, I don't think this was rude, but um, when I moved down here, you know, I'm from New York. Mm-hmm. And people say New York people are rude people. 
So, you know, I would just always come off with comments. Mm-hmm. You know, comments. Mm-hmm. I just slick comments. Mm-hmm. And my friends used to just let it go. Just let it go. And then one day, one of my girlfriends said, look, you know, they used to say, you know, that's just Caprice. That's just the way she is. She's from New York. And my girl put me on the side and said, look, <laughs> you better get it together. You're disrespectful, <laughs> and you're not going to have any friends. So either you're going to have to change the way you come at people, mm-hmm. or we're just not going to bother with you. And I had to actually sit back and think about it, like, okay, you know, was I rude? To me, I wasn't, but, you know, coming from New York, mm-hmm. you always on the defense. And after I thought about everything, yeah, I was a little snippy. I was. <laughs> but I had to get it together, so I had to change. Okay. I had to change it. What about you, Will? Okay, so I don't know if it was rude, <laughs> but, yeah, your boy, Nate, <laughs> when he was um, in hair school um, at Ward's Corner, mm-hmm. Ward's Corner um, him and the girl that he was working with, they came, I hired them at the salon that I was managing in Covina Beach. And I used to always be on them about stuff. And I was telling them, you know, I was honest with them about everything. And one day he was so mad that he looked at me. He was like, you know what? You're the most judgmental person that I've ever seen. Ooh. And he, I could tell that he meant that. Mm-hmm. And now I'm really conscious about judging people. Mm. And that was. <laughs> I'm trying to believe that. <laughs> but no, for real, I'm really conscious about if I'm judging people. Right. Um, I still do it sometimes, but I'm really conscious. That, that, that really um Change my, my are you judging or are you critiquing? No, I used to judge. You used to oh. judge. Okay. I was trying to help you out. Being real honest. Being sarcastic. Because he did that. Yeah. Because, like I told you, I said, I'm a different person than I was years ago before you met me. Mm-hmm. Um, God has a way of doing that. Yes, he does. Um, so, yeah. I've never, trust me, I've never been rude to you. <laughs> and if you think I've been rude to you, think that times 10. That's, that was me. That was me, what, 20 years ago. Wow. Work, you could be work. <laughs> Go ahead, boo. Oh, is it my, my turn? Yeah, I'm be- much better now. Much better now. Um, okay, so now that we were talking about, um, who's the chick? Tina. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tina, yeah. Tina, Murmur. 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 Let's talk about, let's go back. L- last week, I wanted to talk about Chrisette Michelle. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, she was another one. But, you know, she did an interview um, with... <laughs> Isn't he supposed to be working? <laughs> we love you, Nate. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so she had an interview, and she was mm-hmm. talking about the event um, when she went. So I'm just going to read a couple things. I have some questions. So s- they asked her, take me through your thought process mm-hmm. for the decision to perform at the inaugural ball. So she said, you know, when we got the phone call, and this may sound crazy, there was literally no hesitation. Mm-hmm. She said, I turned my phone off after seeing what happened to Jennifer Holiday." I literally turned my phone off because I knew if I was going to make any type of a decision, I couldn't be swayed left or right by what anybody thought. Mm -hmm. Then she said that she even went on to change her phone number. Mm. She said, I didn't even think to say no. It just never crossed my mind. So I want to know with you, you know, how concerned are you about what what other people think? Hmm, I'm not concerned at all because, no, because I'm going to do what I need to do. And if I was Chrisette Michelle, I would have sung like a canary. <laughs> you hear me? You would perch me up on that thing. I'd have been singing. Not look. Who else want to go? Really? Yes. See, I, I ain't trying to be funny. Look, uh-huh. hey, listen. You don't know what she prayed about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. That's how she and that's her yeah, family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you gonna tell her her hungry family get, yeah. can't get this two hundred fifty thousand dollars? Exactly. You crazy? And if you say you wouldn't go, you telling a ball fake. Right. I'm telling you right now, I'm out of here. You're right. You're right. Well, what, what uh, you uh, say? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I said, now, come on, Chrisette. <laughs> <laughs> when she was talking about him 
shaking his hand. Yeah. Her hand. Do you really think he was actually going to shake your hand? Mm. Uh-uh. Do you really you think, if we're going to get there, but do you really you think that you were his first choice? No, right no you were not. But yeah. I wasn't the afterthought. Yeah. You were not afterthought. I could he be got the last me. thought. Hey, uh-huh. thank you, Lord. You put them all out of the way. Look, look, he say, look, he say, I will move those mountains out your way. Move them. So you got to, uh-uh. I'm going to say, what I've been teaching my children uh-huh. and, my cl- and my clients, yeah. you got to see the other side. Yeah. If you train your mind to see the better part of the situation, uh-huh. you will come out on the other side, the, on uh-huh. the better side. Man, Chrisette Michelle saw the other side. Mm-hmm. I said, sure was, uh, you can't buy my dignity. I'm my dignity and my morals are not for sale. Oh, uh, you know what? And I don't I even think not, it was that. Yeah. I don't even think it then, was that. Then she wouldn't have turned her phone off. She turned her phone because she didn't want to hear uh-huh. the backlash. So mm-hmm. she turned it off because, you know how the kids say, you don't, you know, I'd rather ask for, ask for, I ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. What? Well, who because permission she, she need? She didn't want to hear back something. from her comrade. So she was like, you know what? I'm accepting her now. But you notice, we didn't hear that she accepted until the end. She had been accepted that $256,000. But $2, but but this man don't know who you are. You're his stage I man. Don't, said, I don't, let's get her. I bet he know her now. <laughs> <laughs> he still don't know. No, listen, still listen. Don't know her. And, and will I buy her album? Yes. I, I'm sorry. Listen, y'all don't know her. Y'all ain't seen my, I ain't seen because Michelle bank account. I don't yeah. know what's in her bank account. It ain't, yeah. And it, she, she needs may have it. needed it. So you yeah. got to look at it like that. God but how much are you selling yourself? For? I ain't selling myself. I ain't sold myself at all. So do you think it's, do you think it's possible to see it as a job I saw, and I, disassociate I, it from the political office? I believe she's like, I'm a singer. Job. He's hiring me to do a gig. And I'll, and I'll vote Democrat again. You if, hear me? If I'm going to vote Democrat at all times. If I was times. his first choice, okay. then it may be a little different. But face is beef. He, <laughs> did not, he did not. He didn't ask her. He don't even know who she is. Uh-huh. And for him to not even took the, take the time to even say, how you doing? Mm-hmm. No. No. Okay, I have a and question for the chick. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh no, I cannot tell him I can't do that. It's too many Fs and oh, mm. it's, yeah, it's funny though. I will post it on the f- on the on our list. It was a blogger that wrote. It was just some about your three fans and two of them are gay and this. Oh, this, this. oh my goodness! <laughs> it was it. They went in, but yeah, I will yeah. post it on the Let's Face It Radio. Yeah, of oh, course. No. He's the one who sent it to me. He know we can't read. But that. let me go through this. So they, they this is. When someone asked her, you know, were you able to meet President Trump? She said, originally, I was supposed to perform directly after his speech, Mm -hmm. as she had done for Barack Obama before. But then the lady who organized it came up to her and said, now you're going to go first, and then he's going to go after you. Mm -hmm. She said she looked her in the eye and said, my family has disowned me. If you decide to Google me, you'll see that America is writing about me in their newspapers. I'm the black poster child for Discord right now, (laughs) and he's not even going to shake my hand. Mm -mm. So, no, she said she didn't get a chance to meet him. I'd be fine with that. I don't want to meet him. If it was all about just the money, she wouldn't even cared about him shaking her yep. hand. But she wanted I to would, acknowledge uh-huh. it. I wouldn't even say nothing. she wasn't going to get see, it. See, she's different from me. She wasn't I'm going, going to get, get that check. Put me on mm-hmm. where I'm not near him. Uh-huh. I don't care if he don't know me. Mm-hmm. My, my son is, I, my son on Dallas, I need that 250. Uh-huh. I need all that. Yeah. I know, that's right. <laughs> I know, that's right. My morals ain't for sale. <laughs> what? <laughs> You know what? I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and um, pre-introduce Corey Taylor's, and we can go over one more topic. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like I was saying, he's the former ma- manager for SWV, and he wants to raise African American mm-hmm. awareness 
um, after suffering a stroke. And mm -hmm. he was just saying basically with the inter entertainment industry being such a daunting field, he is looking forward to um, bringing awareness to what stress can do um, mm -hmm. as a national ambassador of the American Heart and Stroke Association. Um, do you guys, are you, do you consider yourself stressed? What do you consider your stress level to be? Um, for me, I, I am on blood pressure medicine okay. for stress uh -huh. and for that same reason. And I've had bouts with um, my pressure being mm. extremely high at mm -hmm. stress level. Mm -hmm. So I do understand. And so now I'm calm. I'm cool. Mm -hmm. And I don't let nothing bother me. Mm -hmm. I just don't. I don't yell and scream or anything anymore. The children, none of that. Well, uh, I don't have no stress <laughs> level. I don't have no kids in the mm -hmm. house. Just me and my husband, my dog, my two grandkids come mm. over. I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm good. Really? Yeah. I don't, I don't have too much stress. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. And every day, I always say, give it to God. What yes. I can't, I can't worry about what I can't control, and I keep it moving. And mm -hmm. look, you don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow, I got enough worries for I itself. I know that's it. right. For yeah. real, I can't worry about. Yeah. Listen. Look, I just say God gonna provide. <coughs> uh, I think for me, um, like yourself, I'm on actually two blood pressure medications. I had a um, transplant. The eleventh of this month will be five years. Mm -hmm. um, kidney transplant, awesome. and it was due to um, uncontrolled high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. And um, I know that right now my stress level is because I'm in school full time, mm -hmm. working full time, doing this basically full time, and I have other um, ventures that I'm trying to do. So if you, I'm tired right now. I go to bed about three out three o'clock in the morning Ooh. every night because after oh. here I go do homework for about four or five Ooh, hours. Lord, I need something. <laughs> I need something. <laughs> I need Jesus. I got you. Yeah, yeah but um, mm -hmm. yeah, stress is really, I, I, I have a hard time dealing with stress and I'm trying to work out to lose weight and because they say stress is supposed to, um, working out is supposed to reduce stress. Oh yeah, we gonna talk. But I hate working out. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely You're hate right. working out. I got you. I you got me. Yeah, I got my, you. My arm okay. is a little, uh, really? I work out because I lift my fork up. <laughs> <laughs> you do forklifts. I got to yeah. have my <laughs> step on this right arm. You do, you do pushbacks <laughs> yes. and then forklifts. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> that's right. That's well, right. I'm going to introduce a topic, and then we're going to talk, talk about it um, after we talk to Corey. Yeah, but, you know, there was a uh, man not too far from here in Elizabeth City, I believe it was, mm. who I think it was in December. He, he was, I believe, 70-something mm -hmm. years old. Mm -hmm. He was 70. Was he 73? Well, I know that his wife was 73 mm -hmm. years old. Um, and basically, they had interviewed a couple neighbors, and they were saying that they were a sweet couple, loving couple that had been married for 53 years. Okay. Um, and one morning, he called his wife out into the garage mm. and shot her mm -mm. several times and killed her. He waited there until she took her last breath. Um, and when he, they of course, he didn't have any type of... Um, confrontation when they, the police came to arrest him. But what he said was that she was suffering from dementia and that he didn't want her living in an assisted assisted living mm -hmm. facility caged like an animal. Mm -mm. Um, and the they didn't indict him at all. Um, the district attorney said that he was released from custody after the grand jury failed to indict him. Mm -mm. Um, so I want to know, do you guys believe in mercy killings? Do you think he should have been indicted? No. Married 53 years. Think I about that. I wouldn't say indicted, but um, I don't believe in mercy killings. Mm -hmm. And um, I still think he's um, taking God into his own hands. Mm -hmm. And I know he felt bad for his wife, you know what I mean? But still, 
I don't think she could have did it. Mm. I really don't. I understand. I'm scared she asked him to do it. You know. Yeah, I don't think you should take anything into your own hands, yeah. especially somebody else's life. Right. Um, but I understand his feelings because mm-hmm. nobody wants to watch their loved one yeah. go down. Mm-hmm. And he's been married to her a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but you could have took her to somewhere where, like you said, you didn't want her to be locked up like in a, you know, sometimes people don't I like will. nursing homes, but mm-hmm. you have to, you know, you have to I'll take I'll it where somebody I'll can I'll actually I'll help I'll her out and you don't have to actually physically mm-hmm. watch it. There's Some other people. options. He just yeah. didn't. It, nobody or even told live him in if you got yeah exactly. somebody nobody that comes in home health. Other options, and that's why I think that yeah, <coughs> it comes it comes across as you know a killing and yeah. nobody having no feelings for yeah. these this family. Right. It's old. Somebody should have been watching both of them. Exactly. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Especially seventy three. Seventy three right. years old. Awesome. Well, you know what? Our first guest is on the phone, Mr. Okay. Corey Taylor. As I was saying, he is the former manager for SWV, and he's here. He wants to raise. Um, African-American awareness after he suffered a stroke this year. I mean, this month would be one year in his recovery mm-hmm. process. So we want to welcome him to the show. Welcome to the show, Corey. How are you? What's up, man? I'm doing good. How is everybody doing? Hey, We're doing hey, good. Hey, We're doing, doing good. I'm doing, I'm doing good, actually, you know. I could be doing better, but no complaints. No complaints. So correct me if I'm wrong. This, this month marks a year, correct? The 17th of February be one year since I had this mild stroke. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so tell us about your your recovery. Tell us about the, actually the day you had the stroke. What, what was going on? The day I had the stroke, um, I felt numbness on my body mm-hmm. in the morning time, and I thought I was just sleeping wrong. So I immediately jumped up, and the numbness went away. So I went about my business, mm-hmm. and the first thing I wanted to do was go get a haircut, you know, went to go do some running around, and I came back. Um, that night, the numbness came again, and I felt like it wasn't right. So this time I got up, I got myself up, went to the shower, took a shower, said I was going to drive myself to the hospital. Mm-hmm. I fell in the shower because my equilibrium uh, became off, and I drove myself to the emergency room. And from there, uh, I stayed in the hospital for four days. Wow. Um, they told me the next, they told me the following day after I got in the hospital that the good news was I didn't have a stroke. Mm-hmm. Um, it took them four days to determine that I had a stroke. They thought it was um, MS. Then I just came from Africa with um, Mila. I used to manage from 702. Mm-hmm. And uh, they thought it was a virus that I caught. So um, after several CAT scans and MRIs, um, it was determined that I did have a mild stroke. Wow. And um, just my world changed from there. Wow. How you doing, yeah. Corey? This is Capri. How you doing? I'm doing well. As an ambassador of the American Heart and Stroke Association, what are some of the precautions and warning signs we should look out for to prevent and perhaps identify the symptoms that you've discovered for the stroke? High blood pressure. You know, um, being in a stress environment, um, you know, um, eating properly, that's the number one goal. You know, as African Americans, we love fried foods. We love to have fried chicken, mm-hmm. you know, we love fast food, we Amen. love processed food, you know, we don't eat enough vegetables, we don't drink enough water, mm-hmm. you know, we don't eat enough green food, you know, we don't exercise, you know, mm-hmm. going to the gym, but, you know, um, that doesn't mean that you can't have a stroke by doing all those things, but it helps prevent, makes it harder to have a stroke, you know, some things are um, hereditary, you know, um, I was adopted, and I think a lot of those, um, I think stroke um, is in my family. It mm-hmm. runs in my family, mm-hmm. you know. So um, you just gotta, just gotta, just, just do all those things, you know. And um, and hopefully, you know, you can beat it. 
you know, be having what I went through or, or going through, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, Corey, this is Janine. Hey. Hey. Okay, so you said in, in your Vibe interview, you said that this has mm-hmm. been very humbling for me. How so? Mm-hmm. Um, well, first of all, humbling, what I say is that I'm very independent. Mm-hmm. This caused me to just to be so dependent, you know, um, to a to a degree, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's just I've you know my income changed um, right now because I'm not able to work like I want to work. Mm-hmm. So you know, a lot of people had to step up. You know, I spent over forty five grand in a year, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to survive. You know, I'm not sitting around having a pity party and I'm not twiddling my thumbs. You can best believe that. I'm still working, but I'm, I can't work as much. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just getting back into the, the swing of things. You know, I have a, a lot of exciting things happening for me. But, you know, just life. Life can be humbling, you know. And um, God had to wake me up, you know, because I hit a wall, you know, mm-hmm. crashed and burned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Corey, you also said I was watching. I, I've been reading up on you. I remember when they called me and told me that it happened. Um, but yeah. I, I saw on the news here locally, WTKR, you also said that God spoke to you, um, and you heard him clear. You said that he said, let the people see you, let the people hear you. Yes, the reason why I was, you know, I wouldn't say the word was embarrassed, but I just didn't feel like mm-hmm. answering a whole lot of questions. But God said they need to see me, mm-hmm. you know, and I need to um, to let my testimony, you know, um, do my talking. Right. Because sometimes, you know, things have to happen to you. But that doesn't mean that they're going to stay like that forever. You know, when I do believe that God is going to bring me clearly through this, you know, I have um, just mastered a lot of things. I've been able to do a lot of things, you know, um, that probably would have taken other people longer Mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. So when the healing takes place and everything is back to where it needs to be at, there's no question, you know, Nobody can take the credit. Mm-hmm. No question that God did it. Amen. So that's the reason why I, you know, I'm just allowing people to see, you know, everything happen. I just recently did an interview with Bossip, and I did a little mini documentary where people saw me, right. you know, walking, um, stumbling, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. exercising, you know, trying to just do better, you know, with and with the situation I've been given. Right. You right. know. Mm-hmm. You know what that. That kind of resonates with me because I had a kidney transplant, I was saying earlier, and a lot mm-hmm. of people who are afraid to have them because for some reason my family, they were really against me having the transplant because of the wives' tales or whatever, the myths that they had heard. But I've, mm-hmm. I've had people inbox me on Facebook saying asking me questions about it, that they're considering it, and they see me, they say, I don't look like I had a transplant, that I'm active and everything. So me being transparent mm-hmm. and coming forward with my story has helped a lot of people, so I'm sure you're doing the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I, I thank God that I had the the platform had a, a major platform to be able to use the little status that I have just to bring awareness exactly. to um, stroke because it can happen to anyone exactly. but as a self-employed person who works in the entertainment business what is a high stress job you know um, they need to know what's going on you know so any so this can be prevented as much as possible mm-hmm. you know 
Exactly. And, and Corey, you never know which way this is going to take you because you do have the platform. And they always say you can't have the testimony without a text. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. you're giving your right. Yes. So now that you have your platform, mm-hmm. you can go ahead mm-hmm. and elevate it. Mm-hmm. But with all that mm-hmm. said, how is the recovery coming along? The recovery is coming along. There's progress being made. Now, trust me, it's not, you know, being made for me mm-hmm. as as quick as I want it. Mm-hmm. You know, this is still devastating. Sometimes I wake up and be like, did this really happen to me? You know, and, and, and but um, if I have a pity party, it's not long. Mm-hmm. It's not long at all because the situation could have been worse. I could have not been able to walk right. or talk. I could have been dead, That's true. you know. But I believe that God had to do this to get my attention because sometimes we're just living. Right, and right. I don't mean that we're doing the right things. And sometimes God has to wake us up because we can sleepwalking. Yeah. We're just living just to be doing something. Sometimes people are doing a lot of things, but they're doing the wrong things. And, and, you, and you're right, Corey, because you can be, you could be working every day but not working in your assignment. So if yes. you're working every day and not working in your assignment, you're still not doing it right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So now you're actually going to be working your assignment because sometimes, you know, he has to slow you down to get him where you need you to be. And right now with that stressful environment that you was in, you wasn't going to sit down, Corey, unless you got sat down. Right. Right. People don't even know, like, the jobs that I had to do working in the entertainment field. I've been blessed to work with um, a lot of great people. Mm -hmm. SWV was my testing ground. I didn't have any experience when I took on a – iconic group um, who've been gone for over 15 years and uh, we did some great things together mm-hmm. you know in my management role with them I was able to secure a record deal for them mm-hmm. uh, after being gone for 15 years um, I got them the TV show uh, yeah. personally what else we, I put them on tour I had mm-hmm. them on Black Girls Rock, the Soul King Awards, they got a Grammy mm-hmm. after being gone for um, over 15 years, which was just great in itself. You know, so we, we did a lot of great yes, things um, together. I also worked with, um, I managed Mila, mm-hmm. former lead singer of several, too. I had her on R&B Divas at the same time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, SWV Reunited was on, you know, and um, um, this was a little bit more challenging with her because people wanted 702 mm-hmm. you know right um you know but we did some great things together so i'm not complaining man um um i've had a lot of my friends with entertainment still you know in that business have been very supportive um uh, ronnie from new edition and bill bill devote oh, yeah. like hey, hey, he's hey. been super um supportive you know um uh, mm-hmm. faith evans is mm-hmm. a great yeah. friend of mine uh-huh. and she has been super supportive you know so i just thank god um for that my pastor you know uh, greater emmanuel right in hampton virginia has been i mean crazy supportive you know it's been really good really good we did a show a few months um well they did a show not me they they did a show a few months ago with swv and um genuine and frankie beverly Mm -hmm. featuring Maze and uh-huh. and I spoke on that show about uh, what happened to me. You know, um, mm-hmm. I did a photo shoot with the American Heart Association in Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, with some other you know um, celebrities. So it came to be so it's been good. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't, um, I have not. I'm just the type of person that I believe that everything happens for a reason. That's true. And I don't get caught up in 
what couldn't been. You know, um, I just thank God that things didn't get worse. You exactly. know, exactly. And um, there's no, comp- there, there, I mean, I just thank God. You know, it just could have been could have been worse. But um, my pastor has been. I mean, he's a young guy, but he has been a lifesaver for me. They wouldn't even let me even even think about um, not being a blessing or help. Mm-hmm. Hey, for, I'm, I'm I'm talking to y'all now, and I'm walking I'm, I'm walking meet my pastor now. But him and his church have been a a lifesaver. So I I just thank God. You know, um, it, it hasn't been all good, but I also know that it hasn't been all bad. It, all things are working together for my good, and I'm just glad about it. You know, okay. I'm glad about this. A lot of great things that um, I am doing. I just shot a docu series around the gospel group, the Pay Sisters. Okay. Oh, did you? And um, I'm hoping that gets picked up. Um, I have something else that the network's interested in. Um, it's called Fed Moms. And we shot that in Alabama. Okay. I shot it with um, um, a friend of mine. And I did a project uh, with Faith Evans. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, um, that is called Detroit Money, and I'm hoping that that gets picked picks up as well. So I'm I'm still moving. You know, we, I have a radio show too, me and Coco. I don't and know how long we're gonna have it on the air, but um, when is that on? It's on FM 100.9. We come on every Saturday from 10 to 12 p.m. Okay. It's called the Coco and Corey Show. Coco and Corey. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Awesome. I'm man. thinking about. Mm-hmm. I gotta talk to my pastor, but I'm thinking about bringing. R&B Spotlight back. We, I did it in New York City for about seven years. It's a it's a national showcase that we did highlighting up-and-coming artists. Um, and we had a lot of um, national artists there, too. I've had Tweet, Music, Soul, Child, Faith, SWV, you know, all those people come there. So, you know, um, so we will see. You know, well, Corey, you have really turned this into a teachable moment for all of us. Yeah. For to, to get us a healthier lifestyle, and I just yeah. want to know what is your message? What you want? What you want to tell everybody? Yeah. Well, I mean, life can happen to anyone, but when life happens, you know, you can't you you can't always prepare for life. Mm-hmm. You just gotta do the best you can with what you've been working with, and either, you know, either you're gonna swim, or you're gonna sink. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just determined to swim. I'm not. I can't allow. Uh, my setbacks to be to, to, to withhold from me. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, you right. know that that my setback is not going to going to deter me from my final destination. Right. That's right. Yeah. Y'all got me preaching, so y'all better be in that radio station yeah. taking up an offering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have, we're gonna pass y'all, the pain. Y'all, pass y'all the do plane. me a favor. Yes. Listen, I'm here with my niece. Malaya, can y'all say happy birthday to Malaya on the radio? Happy birthday, birthday Malaya. How old is she? Hello. Hi, Hi. Malaya. Happy Hi. birthday. Thank you. How, How old are you? you? Ten. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, you hanging well, out ha- with your uncle? Yeah. <laughs> enjoy your birthday. Yeah, enjoy your birthday, sweetheart. Thank you. You're so welcome. Bye-bye. You're so welcome. Thank y'all right. so much. I really, really appreciate it. You're you know, please have me back. Anything that you have going on that you think I can do in a, any event, you know, definitely, call me. Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm down. Um, I really appreciate you all calling and talking to me. You're welcome. You know, I just walked in the restaurant 
So okay. I don't want to hold y'all long. Um, Do you have a way that people know. can follow you on social media? Do you have anything set yes, up? I'm on Instagram and um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Corey Taylor VA. One word, no E. C O R Y T A Y L O R V A. I'm on um, Facebook. My first page is filled up, but you can follow me on Corey Taylor. Second page on Facebook. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. Thank you so much for coming on and enjoy your dinner. And Nikki said oh, hello. You Nikki said tell you hello. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Anytime I can do anything for you all, please let me know. And I want to shout out one more time. Yeah. Um, Raider Emmanuel Temple. That's right. That's in, my church. In Hampton. It's in right? Hampton, Virginia. It's a it's a young church. We have a young pastor. He's he's super dope, as the young people would say. Y'all need to stop by and check us out. We have two services on Sunday, um, nine and eleven. So come by and check us out. What's your pastor's name? Pastor Michael Golden Jr. Gotcha. Young guy. All right, man. Yep. Keep okay, spreading the message and so have much. a blessed night. All right. Take care. Y'all too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm going to send my mom. Awesome, yeah. She she's in Hampton? She's in Hampton. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, like she's a TIA survivor. She had it raised in August, so that's a milestone. Really? Yeah. 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 Right I know, that's what's up. <laughs> that's a whole different platform. Yes, yeah, She was very inspiring. She really was. She enjoyed was. that. Yeah, I really enjoyed, enjoyed that. it. Yeah. And she's what else still speak? moving along. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You have I to. I love it. You have to. He sure has inspired me. He said, "Eat better." Oh yeah, I've been working on that thing. Eating better. Yes, I, I mean it's it's not. A but you're right though. there beside Hocus Pocus, aren't you? I, I'm not impressed. <laughs> you're not. Impressed? I really am not. I get better. I get better fish over here on uh on uh Granby Street. Nikki PR nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was over there the other night, and she gave me their Valentine's Day lineup. So it's one hundred dollars without a bottle of wine. One seventy-five, you get a bottle of wine, and there was certain items. The sides were delicious. I love the sides. Um, the fish to me just had like a uh, aftertaste. Mm-hmm. It's like a fishy, mm-hmm. fishy aftertaste. But the sides were just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Have you been? I, I've never, I've never been. I had went um, in Richmond. My pastor had a, a dinner out there, but it was so packed that we couldn't, we couldn't. Yeah, no, it was here. packed. We had so, to wait. Um, we had to wait. I haven't tried the one out here um, yet. So go I, during I, the I'll day. Nobody there. I'll get a chance to go. I always, mm-hmm. I heard good things about mm-hmm. it. You so. go during the day. I, I, I'll get it. I'll get there. It's like you can get in during the day. But Will, let's yeah. just talk mm-hmm. about um, your, uh, talk about boo. your Kanye West. Oh, Kanye West. Mm-hmm. The class of Kanye yes. West. <laughs> so, well, what is it? So, Washington University, which St. Louis is in St. Louis, um, is now offering a course on Kanye West. Mm. It's called The Politics of Kanye West, Black <laughs> Genius, and Sonic Aesthetics. Um, to date, they said 75 people had enrolled in the class. And, you know, it's not a course that's idolizing Kanye West. Instead, they're using West as a good way to get students to connect issues of politics, race, gender, sexuality, and culture. Mm-hmm. They said the class will serve up lectures on Tuesdays as well as critical listening parties. Critical listening parties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes guest artists on Thursdays. Now, these are some other topics they're going to cover. Who is Kanye West and why is he in the flashing lights? Mm-hmm. Touch the sky when the aspirant turns genius. Mm-hmm. Father, stretch my hands or how hip hop takes us to church. Love lockdown or hip hop's queer love languages. I love Kanye or how critique slaps into hate. Mm. Would you sign up for the course? I would. I think I, I would. would sign up for the course. I would sign up for the course Why? because most geniuses are categorized insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So I was doing some research on this, and I was looking at all the geniuses, because I know even some of them uh, smoked yeah. back in the day mm-hmm. uh-huh. to keep themselves calm. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. all yeah. Yeah. Exactly. back then. That's uh-huh. right. That's right. So I was looking up, and they said Michelangelo was a genius, but he was crazy. Uh-huh. So they had the genius side, and then they had the insanity side. Uh-huh. So by genius, he did these wonderful paintings uh, with the, you know, the glass paintings and things like that. But on the insanity side, he never showered. Mm-hmm. He kept on the same clothes every day. Really? And he never took his shoes off. And when they finally did get his shoes off, they actually can peel the skin. What? That's how many layers of dead skin it had on him. So he had his genius side, and he had his insane side. And I do believe that most people are... Uh, insane are geniuses. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I truly believe that. Yeah. So I would definitely sign up for Kanye's class. I, I just want to know what makes him tick. What makes him tick? Yeah, I mean, really. Do you think he's? A, do you do you view him more as a genius or insane? Yourself? A genius. He has his. He has points on both sides. Um. He has he has points on both sides. I think that uh, uh, what can I say? Genius. He has some. Has some genuine ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his clothing line a little drab. I mean, but uh, it's 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 it's, it's past our time. He's into the future already. Yeah, he's already there. But see, it look, but to he's me, the when, when I saw it, the kids and I thought it was The Walking Dead. I mean, because it was no color, yeah. you know. And he, I just think that Kanye want the Kanye West's mind is so far beyond ours uh-huh. that uh. We just can't reach him right now, but yeah. I would take class. Yeah, I, 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 I just want to sit in the class and see what they got to talk about. Mm. How can they? I, I would take it. I would take it. I would take it because I, I like it. anybody who I go rogue. So I just want to see because I think there is a method to his madness. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think he is working off some issues with his mom, you know, mm-hmm. past, and then just not being able to deal with the spotlight. But a lot of times I think there's a method to his madness. So well, I definitely want to learn that. When I first read this, uh-huh. I said no, <laughs> and then I was like, "Can I get my money for this class in school? This shit is nuts." And yeah. then I thought about. it. I said, "You know what? That nut has some some things he going has some on. Ideas. He exactly. does have some he ideas. Has some ideas. So it's, right. it's way beyond us. Yeah, it's yeah. way beyond us." So if anybody's out there listening and wants to chime in on anything that we've talked about today, call us at 757-683-4405, 757-683-4405. I just got some very disturbing breaking news from um, Nikki Curry, world's greatest publicist. Um, my girl, Tamron Hall, are you familiar with her from the Today Show? Yeah. The black yes, girl? Yes, yes. So, okay, so th- this is the headline. Mm. Not a good start to Black History Month. NBC under fire after Tamron Hall turns down millions mm-hmm. and abruptly quits. The network ch- cancels her today time slot to make room for Megan Kelly. What? You guys remember? Yes, they did. They actually what in the world? they um her and Al Roker, they took their her their slot to give Megan Kelly. So they uh took two African Americans and gave them Megan Kelly. So I think she was right. She said, "Look, you're going to take my my slot away for her." Then I'm just going to quit altogether. Right. So she's she's probably taking a stand. The 47 year old hosted the third hour of today's show with Al Roker, mm-hmm. um, and crime investigation discovering filled in world news tonight. Um, it said NBC News very much wanted Tamron to stay. She was offered a multi million dollar, multi million dollar contract, <laughs> and she chose to go. Now she said she Hall went out in style attending a Dolce & Gabbana event at Bergdorf Goodman and then having a midnight sing-along with girlfriends after her last show. Th- going back to the money, 
Now, this is my dream job. I never told y'all. Mm. This is my dream job. I, I, I said good morning, America, but I'll take the Today Show. Right. I will, that is what I'm in school for. That's, right. my, that's what I want to aspire to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here, I'm like, multi-million dollar. I got to give up my show. I mean, that segment. I'll still be on the show, I'm sure. But um, what would you do? Well, we talked about Chrisette Michelle and the money. But for real, I think that was her passion. That part. That segment. That segment was her life. Yeah. And she was so into it. Yeah. And you want to take her and throw her to the side and put her on something else? I got to say, I go with my girl. There I go. think I, wait, I wait, go. Wait, wait, Miss Money? No, Miss Money? No, <laughs> you no. Say. Well, this is multi-million. Well, million, so, well, but but I don't, I'm, I'm, ser- I'm serious because right. I didn't have an attachment to that mm-hmm. with, Trump, uh-huh. with Trump. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no attachment to that. But she has an attachment to her job, to her segment. And, you well, know. Well, she, she's given a statement. And she's given a statement. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and when they bring, they're going to bring her back because, you know, America ain't going yeah. for that. Yeah, is that that true? But the thing about it is, yeah, well, she do still have the ID, but the ID she started with the 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 Today Show was a step up. Mm-hmm. It was like a step up, like okay, we promoting you to being on this prime time mm-hmm. now, but now we're taking that away. So she, it's the principle about mm-hmm. it. That's basically what it is. It's the principle. No, you're not going to take my job away to give it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And Al Roker, he's just going to go back to weather. Mm, exactly, that right? That's what he's going to do. So I understand. He didn't lose all that weight to go back to weather. Millions. That's fine, yeah. but you're not just going to put yeah. me to the side after I worked hard for my right. ID to come right. up there. I'm, I'm not going. I'd rather leave so than do that. So, like, so like what I'm saying, it's two different. It's two different things. Two different things. You know what I want to do then? Let's go to this other topic because this is all tying in together. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. What you got? Okay, so let me see. I'm gonna have to pull it up. So Tom broke off. Mm. Oh yeah, here we go. He gave an interview and when he, he he got really emotional. Because of race relations. So th- this is basically, I'm, I'm seeing it as racial. Does anybody see it as anything different? Yeah, I see it as uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see here. Yep. I see it. Give us some yeah. time. It's, it's, just, it's just sad, but at least he recognizes it. Yeah, exactly. And that's the whole thing. He recognizes what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I will definitely um, jump into it. I understand it. Mm-hmm. It ain't right, but at least he recognizes it. Yeah. But but then when I listened to the to the video and you just heard it in his voice, he was like breaking down, you know, like yeah, you know, like really, yeah. Mm. So yeah, oh, I'm, gl- I'm, get worse. I'm just glad, and, and you know I don't what, say I'm that. Get at, you know, <laughs> you don't want to say that. I don't want to say it's gonna get worse. And you need and to I think God. about that though, Will, because I mean, honestly. Mm-hmm. Okay, we can't pull it up. I don't the, the internet connection. It's not good. But but this is what happened. So Tom Brokaw, you know, world famous journalist. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a special, I believe it was on NBC, and it was talking about his 50 years in the industry. And he was um, being interviewed and he was talking about all his, you know, milestone things that he's done in journalism, all the great interviews mm-hmm. that he's had. Um, and there was a point when he got down to he said, "You know, if I had been one shade darker, I wouldn't have gotten any of those jobs." Um, and he got emotional, like you said, he was yes, tearing he up. Yeah. Um, so you know what? It's sad that America used to be that place, mm-hmm. and frightening, it may be returning there. Mm, yeah. It may be returning. D- does that con- do? Does race relations concern you now? Yes, it does. I believe we had a, a show uh, probably a couple seasons ago, and it was oh, it was during the Fergusons, mm-hmm. and a couple people that were on the show. It was like a massive show that we had, um, and a couple people had said, you know, they know that racism exists, mm-hmm. but there was this 
certain time when it wasn't so prevalent in their lives where they could say, you know, they couldn't really remember a direct raci- mm-hmm. racist event happening directly to them. And I was one of those people. Mm-hmm. I grew up, you know, and my mom and dad had me in a good school. We lived, grew in some new, a good area. Mm-hmm. Always had good friends. I was exposed to that life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure I experienced racism, but it wasn't blatant racism I, to I the point. I, I mean, if I did, I, mean, yeah. I, I went to a school yeah. with, I, I just didn't, I wasn't raised around that, uh-huh. you know, but my, you know, being raised by my grandparents uh-huh. who came from the South, uh-huh. um, they were landowners, but yeah. still, my grandfather and my grandma used to tell me about it all the time, about what they had to deal with. But I had a client in my care today to say that she experienced it recently in North Carolina. Yeah, well, I experienced it in Virginia <laughs> Beach, at crossing the street, going to Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. I got, and I was in the, no, I wasn't in it. I was just called, I wasn't in the crosswalk. The dude wrote on this one just talking about, use the effing crosswalk in. Mm-hmm. Wow. And this, this man called her in, too. And it was like no reaction. It was like, that was fine to say. And, and because I was by myself, I just let him drive off. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, you but know. You laugh at him. Yeah. Because, dang me. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Yeah, you got to laugh at him. But it's going to get worse. Gonna get worse. And, and I worse. believe it's going to get worse because, worse. Man, I mean, it's sad that he said it, but at least he recognized it. Yeah. And with. When we have a president that says any and everything he yeah. wants, oh my Lord. It's, it's just going to be, everybody's going to start saying yeah. any and everything. And I, I want to read just what I saw on, on Facebook. I'm not going to say the name, but the, the article was, well, the tweet was, do you think Trump will bring back slavery? I could use a maid. And this what? is from a doctor, huh. a doctor. So if she has that mentality, it's like, wow. Mm-hmm. You could just say anything you want to say now. That's wrong. But I think because he's saying anything he want to say, everybody thinks they can just say anything yeah. he want to say. So it, it's going, it's, it's live and well. They think they have a pass. It's, it's exactly, exactly. My and God. I and I had to it's keep it. And I actually so tweeted it out to Good Morning America, um, the, the talk. I tweeted because I wanted oh, you to did. Uh, yeah, okay. I tweeted to them to see if they could have some type of conversation about mm-hmm. it to Whoopi Goldberg just to try to see, hey, do you, can you even believe that a doctor would actually tweet this out? Mm. It, it's just like, Anything goes now. Wow. That's horrible. Okay, you know what? We're going to take a quick commercial break because I want to talk a little bit more before our next guest calls in. But, um, again, if you guys want to talk to us, you have anything you want to say, any response or anything to anything that we're talking about, call us at 757-683-4405. We'll be right back after this break. You've been listening to Let's Face It. We're straight on We'll be right back. Inside every overweight woman is a woman she knows she can be. Many times you look in the mirror and you don't even recognize your own self because you've got lost, buried in the weight that you carry. Nothing you've ever been through is wasted. So every time I tried and failed, every time I tried again, and every time I tried again, has brought me to this most powerful moment to say, if not now, when? I feel that way, and I know millions of other people feel that way. Are you ready? Let's do this together. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. 
And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team, but I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. <sighs> we want to hire you. You're, you're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Have you mixed your pain meds, your sleep meds, your allergy meds? Call the Poison Helpline. Has your child eaten a tube of toothpaste, a chip of paint, a wild mushroom? Call the Poison Helpline. Have you been bitten by a spider, a snake, an insect? Call the Poison Helpline. Poisonings can happen at the home, on the job, or in the great outdoors. Call the Poison Helpline first for fast, free advice from medical professionals. Call 1-800-222-1222 anytime, anywhere. 1-800-222-1222. Save the number, save a life. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Peekaboo, peekaboo, smile. Smile, buddy. Come on, smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. <sighs> yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. You know how boys are. Or maybe he's teething. Oh, poor baby, I think his gums hurt. Maybe he's just tired. Or maybe his tummy hurts. He didn't eat that much. Maybe he's not ticklish. You think maybe he's scared of the dog? Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at AutismSpeaks.org signs or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better. And it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. I heard on the news about that five-year-old who found his uncle's gun. The kid didn't know it was loaded. I heard on the news about that 14-year-old girl who was bullied online. For like a year, she couldn't take it anymore. So she got her dad's gun from his nightstand. I heard on the news about that guy who broke into someone's house, stole a gun from the hall closet. He accidentally shot his cousin in the head. She killed herself. And later, killed the owner of the store he was trying to rob. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. You're now listening to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Face It. So we were having a discussion during break, and we're going to let Caprice continue this. Fellas, I need your help. I'm, like, outnumbered, so call call in. 757-683-4405. Yes. Go ahead, yes. I um have a couple of questions, fellas. Um, I have a lot of single friends. I am married. But how does a man get a woman when all she wants is his heart and he never had to use it before? H- how does that work? You know, I have a lot of friends that they, they got the cars, they got the houses, they you know, they got the money. 
And when they go on a date, all they want is the man. And the man never had to give himself before because he always led with his material things. Right. But now he's not leading with that because he don't need it. So, <laughs> I mean, all we want, all they want is you. And you never gave it before. So, what's left? Why I is think it so that's, hard? that's conditioning. When I think back to it, I've never had to deal with it, but when I think back <laughs> to it. <laughs> <laughs> as I was saying <laughs> As a child, you know, young men, young boys, they're taught up to be providers. Mm-hmm. They're taught to be able to take care of their w- their women. They're mm-hmm. taught to be able to do mm-hmm. do this, do this, do this. Mm-hmm. You really aren't taught a lot of the conditioning for emotional satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly, but most of the time, you know, a man, a man used to say, when yeah. I used to in my club days, mm-hmm. you know, well, why they only want me for what I got? Because that's all you're presenting. Right. We didn't mean it. We didn't mean that. We, that, we wanted you to want it. Yeah. yeah. That, was just, that just sounded good. You have to look on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> you present your money. Yeah. And then when I go for that, I'm yeah. a gold digger. Uh-huh. Yeah. So exactly. Say it again, gold digger. Amongst other. Yeah. That's, that's a gold, hey. gold digger. Yeah. So I'm yeah. a gold digger, but mm-hmm. that's all you're giving me. <laughs> yeah. Now all they need is your love, mm-hmm. but you never had to give it, so you stuck now. And then I think again, I don't even know. Okay, this is not to change the conversation, but um, so women nowadays, a lot of women are making more. They're the breadwinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bringing in. And I was saying before, I don't know if I could do that. Why? My pride. I don't mind telling you. And you know what? You I've been in that situation. Really? Yep. Even to this day, I don't think I could date anybody that made more than me. And don't want nobody that got more ambition than you. Huh? <laughs> well, no, I do. Mm. I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> See? I really don't. Mm-hmm. I would love to have somebody who Th- can match your hustle. Yeah, mm-hmm. who can match yeah, my hustle. But yeah, hustle, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm that's a all we want. T-shirt. Let me that's that down. You can't have <laughs> <that> match. <laughs> Listen, well, I'm old school match my I'm hustle. A, Listen. I'm a young girl with a, a old school values, and mm-hmm. uh, I do believe in the husband providing, take care of it, and mm-hmm. and, and old school values to what extent? Um, to I would even take an allowance. Really? I would take an allowance. You're not gonna look this fabulous on allowance. I got all my stuff before I started. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's 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 the key. He's a provider, yeah. exactly. He's yeah. provided, but like you said, they don't have to provide extravagant. He has to provide what he can provide. He said to provide a house. That's, that's right. it. That's right. And I, I'm in the house, so yeah. hey, I, I do believe that. But it, it's what is the issue? The issue is just a moment. We're going to see. Uh-oh. Thank you for calling. Let's face it. Call you on your air. Uh yes. Uh, this is Tawana Lowry. I'm the guest. Oh, hi, Tawana. Yeah. You're calling you. You're actually a little bit early. Do you mind holding like two minutes? We're going to finish up this conversation no, that we're having. not at Excellent. all. Excellent. You can listen in, actually, but we'll be right back Thank to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right. She's calling me early. That's good. Awesome. So, no, what, what were we saying? I was saying, saying about um, the, the women. They yeah. have all the material things. Mm-hmm. But Do you guys watch Being Mary Jane? I, I just got show. into it. I just got into it. I did it. last season. I haven't got to this. I, I mean, the I first season she got right in bed. I was like, okay. Oh, man. I'm yeah, like. I didn't, watch it. I didn't finish watching what, it. Was there a problem with it? No, no. I mean. <laughs> well, it's a problem because. That's no what problem. made me start watching. <laughs> <laughs> But even she has everything. She has everything. That's but what she I'm saying. She has everything. Yeah. Yeah. And she's having trouble. Somebody to match her. You yeah. have to find a way to match that. And she doesn't want to lower her standards, and she shouldn't have to. I don't think you have to lower your standards, but mm-hmm. you don't have to have your expectations so high. Put mm-hmm. your expectation in other things mm-hmm. instead of just the money. That's true. Because um, you can have a lot of money and, and still another suck. subject. <laughs> and still it suck. takes a lot. I can imagine that it yeah. would take a lot for 
a man, I mean, like I said, you, you're conditioned to take care. You find a woman, you provide for, you do this and that. And, of course, I think in their mind when they say, I want somebody who, who can stand their own, whatever, they're thinking somebody who can st- do just as just as m- maybe mm-hmm. a, a little not bit. As much. But not as much equal and definitely not more. More, right. Um, and Mary Jane, you know, her, can't, her, her character, she is doing it. Yeah. But a real man um, is not going to use her money anyway. So her mm-hmm. money would be irrelevant. My money is irrelevant to my husband because he's not counting on my money to do any good. So if so I I'm, I'm sorry. Say it again. He Speak English. Money. <laughs> he doesn't count my paycheck to do any good. So Ca- if I made a Let lot, me call him. it's what? irrelevant. <laughs> really? My money yes. is irrelevant to him because he doesn't count on my money. I know so that's right. So if I made so $100,000, it would be irrelevant to him because that's not that has nothing to do with him. So but do you go you have you touch his money? Yeah, well, he, he's my husband. Yeah. You're his wife. I'm his mm-hmm. wife, exactly. But what she's saying is, saying is oh, I know what she's saying. Extra. No matter how much mm-hmm. you make, if a real man is going to provide for you, your money's irrelevant. That's to right. Him. What you shaking your head for? Sorry. You, <laughs> must, you must be reading. <laughs> We're going to have to come back to that. We're going to have to come back yeah, to that. Yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? That's a good one. I, I like that one. I'm going to have to say I don't agree with you. I'm going to have to say I don't agree with you. But you know what? We're going to introduce our guest coming up. And we're going to definitely talk about that. Mm -hmm. Don't let me forget. So Tawana Lowry, she's our next person. I want to thank her for for, um, actually being our guest tonight. Um, She's an author. She's a speaker. And she's known for being the serial overcomer. Uh, She does have a book out called Five Easy Steps to Life-Changing Prayer. Um, And her story is amazing. You know, she said that um, she basically – lived through childhood abuse, abandonment, date rape, four abortions, mm-hmm. two divorces, betrayal, three failed businesses, poverty, and the loss of both parents back to back. So she's here to talk about her wonderful message of being a true serial overcomer. So we want to welcome to the show Miss Tawana Lowry. How are you, Tawana? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome, so welcome. So I gave you like just a brief introduction, but I know you do so much more. Can you just Briefly introduce yourself to the world on, on our show and our listeners. Yes, yes, and happy to do that. Well, I'm a keynote speaker. I'm an author. Mm-hmm. I have a published book, as you mentioned, and I'm also a blogger. Okay. I have people from about 85 different countries wow. that follow my blog. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I call myself the serial overcomer, and, well, it's because I have just overcome so mm-hmm. many things and been through so many tragedies and difficult hardships that, you know, some people, when I tell them, they just can't believe it. And I know you listed off um, some of those from date rape to, you know, multiple divorces. And um, I think, you know, (laughs) the one that seems to blow everybody away is just finding out that after 26 years of marriage, I discovered that I had only had one year of faithfulness. Oh, wow. uh, Wow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so uh, that that was like uh, what they call the mother of all blows, I guess. That was a pretty big one. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm going to remain quiet on that what? one. What was that? <laughs> she shut me up. Yes. Being able to say you only had one year. How one year. That's that? correct. How, how were you able to overcome that? Well, you know, I have to say that for about a year, I was looking for the duct tape to wrap around my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Because, because I kept saying I I cannot find a box in my brain to put this one in. You know, mm. it's just there's no way to line that up with anything that even remotely looks like logic. 
Um, but, you know, again, it was basically, uh, surprisingly enough, it was the same principles that got me through all the other things. And I, I say, you know, my, I often say, hey, my hardships were multiplied. I had multiple abortions, multiple bankruptcies, multiple betrayals, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. But when I go back and think on all that I've gone through, mm-hmm. you know, I came to the realization that God actually gave me the gift of being an overcomer. Mm-hmm. And, and because of that, I now have a message that multiplies hope. And the way I communicate that is through the gifts and talents God's given me with speaking and, and uh, conferences and things like that, plus writing and blogging. Because the truth is, we have all been called to overcome. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's just a matter of helping people understand that your pain can actually be your platform to put you in position to be your best life, to have your best life, and to maybe embrace the calling that's always been on your life. Mm. You are so right, Tawana, yeah. but we know you're going a little fast now. We've got to take this slow so our listeners will be able to understand. Now, I want to go right back to the, to the, uh, the one year of marriage right quick. Uh, did you tell anybody, and did they think you would be able to overcome it? I told a couple of girlfriends in the beginning, and, you know, I'm so glad you asked that question because, truthfully, I was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I felt so embarrassed, and um, I didn't really know who I could share that with because I had made my family and my marriage, I hate to say this, I had actually made it an idol. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk a lot about how people think of their success in life, and some some people look at their job or money, but I think for some women, and at least, you know, I was one of those, even though I had a career, I looked at a successful marriage and a happy family as an indication of my own success. Mm, yeah, and so exactly. that, that was a real blow to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I grappled with my worth. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I didn't tell very many people for a long time because, quite honestly, I thought it was going to be a liability. Mm-hmm. And what I have learned, though, thank God for this, I learned that all the things I thought were liabilities, God has used them mm-hmm. to actually be resume enhancements yeah, because right. these difficulties actually qualified me to speak into other people's lives and give them hope and say, look, here's a long laundry list. Of things I've overcome, right. and you can you overcome can too. Amazing. That's right. Yeah. Hey, Tawana, this is Janine. Hi there. <laughs> and um, I heard Will say that you wrote a book. I did. So I really want to know. Could you say for my listeners, what's the name of your book, and tell us what a little bit what it's about? Oh, sure. It's called Five Easy Steps to Life Changing Prayer. And the reason I wrote this is because, number one, you know, I knew how much these prayer principles had helped me. And I'm a real bottom line kind of a person. Just boil it down and make it easy for me. And, you know, um, a lot of the times the things that we pray about are difficult. They're overwhelming. And, oh, my gosh, they just make you want to go cover up and hide in the corner. But, But one of the things that we do make a mistake of sometimes is we think, look, because what I'm praying about is difficult, that must mean that prayer is difficult, too. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. And so what I wanted to try to say is, look, what you're praying about is hard. No doubt about it. Don't want to take away from that. But prayer isn't hard. And so my goal was to help give these folks or anybody, mm-hmm. here's some 
I call them plug and play tools. You can plug and play in this situation. You can plug and play in that situation. And, and you know, you don't hear very many people talk about, hey, I want to have a successful um, prayer experience. But you know what? You can have a successful prayer experience. Absolutely. We talk about success. That's right. We talk about success in your career and blah, blah, blah. But you can have success in prayer, too. And that was what I wanted people to know is take these principles that basically got me through a laundry list of stuff that really, to be quite honest with you, I should be a statistic. Right. But exactly. I'm not. Exactly. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know? I defy the odds, I, you know, I defy gravity and beat the odds, and, and, and this is one of the main ways I did it, mm-hmm. is through these principles that I teach in this book. Awesome, awesome. Amazing. So, Tawana, this is Will again. Just looking through this, this list that you just included here on your bio of the things that you, you had to overcome, I want to know, you know, what was the greatest challenge that you, you had to overcome, and exactly, you know, how did you do it? Yeah, well, that's a great question, and and I'll tell you flat out, my biggest challenge was just believing that I still had a future, Mm. because when you go through those kinds of things, you Mm. know, at least for me, I kept thinking, well, gosh, how can I make up for this? Mm. What am I doing wrong? Is there something fundamentally flawed in me? And, you know, is, is God on my side? Is life against me? Blah, blah. And, and, you know, just getting to that place of believing I still had a future, that my life was still worth living, even though not everything had turned out the way I had planned. And I remember one night I was out praying. I did a lot of walking and praying during some of these things. And, and uh, yeah, I just heard God speak to me distinctly. He said, look, you're not going to have the life you had hoped for. And I was like, well, thanks for that. But then, you know, he says, but I've got something better. better. Yeah. And I went, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll think I'll take that, you yeah. know. Um, and I think some one of the other things is just to get rid of a victim mentality. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I had to start get I had to straighten up my thinking and start getting in agreement mm-hmm. with what God had said about me. Mm-hmm. And that was a big piece of it also. So let me ask you a question then, because this whole season, I don't know if you heard earlier, is the theme of this season is naked, no longer ashamed, just dealing with a lot of issues or baggage that hold us back. Um, so with Beautiful. you coming forth with a lot of the things that you're saying, do you still or did you have to go through a point where you dealt with the shame or the stigma from, you know, confessing some of the things that you've done? Well, I think like I was saying earlier, you know, in the beginning, because I had these wrong thoughts about what success meant Mm -hmm. and and I had attached what the world was trying to label me with Um, I had to overcome that and I I try to redefine things I wrote a blog not a a couple of weeks ago called redefining loneliness Mm -hmm. you know you get to decide what it is you're going through and 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 I realized you know okay this is my valley but I'm not gonna let somebody else name it it's my valley I'm gonna name it and and once I started, you know, saying this is what it's going to be, it's not a valley of defeat and depression. It's a valley of promotion. It's a valley of breakthrough. It's a valley of new beginnings. You know, then I started taking the shame and stigma away from, hey, there's something wrong with me to know this is going to turn out for good and I'm going to help other people in the process. Mm. Awesome. Yes. Amazing. Yes. And, and with helping other people in the process, what do that entail? What tools do you give them? Um, to wanting to give them a better life for themselves. How do, how do you help them? Well, 
I would say, you know, you've got to start increasing your ability to believe that God truly does love you. And he does have a future. You do have a future. No matter what your past says, no matter what your present says, you do have a future. I would also say just surround yourself with people who are going to encourage you. Now, there may not be flesh and blood that you live with or work with, but there are people on the Internet. There are people on television. There's TED Talks. There's all kinds of ways that you can surround yourself with words of encouragement. And um, and then I would say also be grateful no matter what. Um, I during all this I turned my pantry door into what I call a gratitude door. And you know there are yeah there are days when you just don't want to get out of bed or when you come home from work you're ready to just go throw the covers over and say I can't take this another day. And it's when that happens. I mean you know it's life right. We all go through it. And when that happens you know I I I made a decision I'm going to dig down deep and find some thing that I can be thankful for and I write it on a sticky note and I put it on my gratitude door and it just helps me get through those moments and I would say the the other one is you know just keep moving forward Winston Churchill gave a famous speech where he said never 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 give up mm-hmm. well my advice is to be a serial overcomer never 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 stop moving forward mm-hmm. And, you know, the scriptures tell us that the steps of a good person are ordered of the Lord, not the front porch step, right? Right. You've got to keep moving forward because your best days, they really still are ahead of you. Mm -hmm. Yes, well, you know that you just put another spin on the vision board. So it looks like instead of doing a vision board or along with the vision board, you can do a gratitude board Mm -hmm. so that as your vision is coming to pass, you can also put a sticky up to say, okay, this happened, so I'm grateful for this. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people put the vision board up but never thank for succeeding for the vision. Mm-hmm. So you can have a vision board and a gratitude board, and as it goes over, you can see and start being thankful for what you have, yeah. that the vision actually came to pass. So that, that is good. That is good. I have something funny to tell you along that line. I actually do vision boarding. I went to a vision board party about three weekends ago mm-hmm. and had a blast. Um, so, but when, when my, when my ex left and, you know, we had uh, the large master bath, right? You got the double sinks and the double vanity mirrors and all that kind of stuff going on. And so <laughs> what I did with his side of the mirror is it became my vision wall. I and I just right. started, <laughs> I just started covering it up with all of the things that I wanted for my future, like, you know, your best life is ahead. You're going to get two times your money back. You're going to have more, you know, more memories, better memories, and all that kind of thing. And so, you know, I remember my girlfriend walked in one day, and, and she looked at that, and she said, well, if anybody wonders if you've moved on, I think you've <laughs> moved on. That's right. That's amazing. Uh, this is Janine again. And um, I also have a faith board, so... I can relate. Awesome. And so awesome. With 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 all that you just said, it, if you could just bottle all that up into one good message you want to share with people, what would that be? I would say that your pain is your platform mm-hmm. and your best days are ahead. I, I mean, I cannot emphasize that enough. You have got to get your mind going in the belief that your best days are still ahead. Yes. It's worth getting out of bed. Keep moving forward. Don't quit. That's all my video blogs. That's how I sign off. Don't quit. Keep moving forward. Your best days are still ahead. God loves you. He's got a great plan for your life. Amen. Amen. Yes. Wonderful. 
Let's touch on the D word, the divorce word. You know, I, 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 I myself, here comes my publicist looking at me. But um, I, I'm not going through a divorce, but I was in a relationship for 16 years, which ended. So I feel like I'm going through a divorce. But I want to know, what are the five key things that you would share with someone going through a divorce? Well, I would say it's an event, right? It's mm-hmm. not a title and it's not a label. Okay. That's, that's big. And also, uh, it's not your lot in life. Okay, you had a breakup. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a whole lot else going on with you, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not just divorced. I'm a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And that's just one of the things that happened. And we don't know what life's going to hand us. Sometimes it hands us a divorce. But, you know, it hands us a whole lot of other good things in replace of it. Um, I would say also it's not your final destination. Right, Again, you've got, a, you've got a future. Right. Okay, I don't care if it happened when you're 20 or when you're 40. Right. Yes, you know, in the Bible, they live to 120. <laughs> I told my son, you know, I'm living to 120. He wasn't too happy about that. But, you know, <laughs> it's like, oh, no. But, <laughs> But uh, anyway, no, I mean, you, you have to just realize that this is not the end. Yeah. And um, you got to believe, again, I, I, I can't say this enough, you got to believe your best days are still ahead oh. and just keep moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is Caprice again, and with moving forward, we know with divorce, there's come different things and hardships and also come a lot of financial challenges. When you that's right. Yes. So what are the key that's right. things that you would share with someone that's going through a financial challenge, whether it be after divorce or just for anything? Yeah, well, it's an event also, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I had two bankruptcies. They were two events. Mm-hmm. And, there, and there's a lot of things that's also happened in my life. And I would also say, you know, remind yourself that you're in good company mm-hmm. yeah. because most successful people fail multiple times oh, before yeah. they wow. succeeded. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. right. And, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. One of my favorite books, I'm going to plug somebody else's book, by the Uh-oh. way. Um, his name is James Altucher, and he wrote a book called Choose Yourself. Oh, One wow. of the best books I've ever read. I highly recommend it what to everybody. Is his name is James Altucher, and his book's called Choose Yourself. Now, it's not about self-centeredness. Okay. Um, you know, and I, it kind of took me back, but it is a great book. It gives some wonderful fundamentals, and I learned a lot from him, so I totally plug his book. Um, but, you know, one of the things, Colonel Sanders really did not take off in his career until he was 65 years old. Yeah. And that is so encouraging to me. I'm not 65 yet, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm far from it, but but it's good to know. You know, look, I'm in good company. I think about uh, there's a lot of folks in the Bible that look at what happened to Joseph for heaven's yeah. sake, right? You know, but yet, hey, he made it, and so did a lot of others. And again, you got to just keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. You still got a future. Wow. Thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's good to know. <laughs> so, um, I'm a person who loves workshops, and I see that you do workshops. So, what would I learn at your workshops or your speaking events, like? that I couldn't get anywhere else. Yeah. Well, you know, I have a real transparent, down-to-earth approach, as you probably kind of picked up on here just in our conversation. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I just offer, like, some real straightforward, easy advice on how to overcome anything. And I show people how they can live a successful life without having a pedigree mm-hmm. or a college degree. 
and and that you know these principles that I teach will help you stay on track even if the tracks disappear. Mm-hmm. And I had them disappear in my life a few times. You know, I was going down the track and like, uh oh, what just happened? There's no more tracks. But you you've got to be able to know you've got something that's going to keep you going when there isn't anybody around and when you don't know what the future looks like. And so I I really you know just hone in on that. And then I also teach these prayer principles from my book that really are so refreshing and they're so encouraging and they really give people the tools that they can walk away with and say, hey, I can, I can have a successful prayer life. And, of course, hey, I throw in a lot of my dirty laundry and yeah, actually it's better than real housewives. So, <laughs> and, and then we just <laughs> – that's right. And just mix in a lot of fun with it. You know, I, I find that the more – I am just really raw and transparent, and I'm just out there with all my difficulties and all my pain. It actually makes people feel comfortable to right. share their problems, you know, and sometimes people just need a little bit of permission to be real, and when they see someone else being real, they're like, you know what, if they overcame that, mm-hmm. then I can share the stuff that I'm going through and feel safe about it. And without judgment. So that's exactly. Yeah. That's right. Hey, I am the last person that's going to judge anybody for anything. And that, that, that's a good thing, um, Tawana, because I always say, once you, you, long as you put your dirty, dirty laundry out there, you ain't got to worry about nobody else putting it out exactly. there. Once you put your dirty that's laundry right. out there, you're free, and then you can go on and carry yourself without nothing being held over your head. That exactly. is excellent. That is excellent. Exactly. Well, you know, I heard a friend say this, and it, and it took me a while to realize what he said. He goes, no one can kill a dead person. And when you're dead to stuff, nobody can touch you. Mm-hmm. That's true. And and you can just be out there with it and see and have freedom. And that, and that's one of the things I try to help people get to. Mm-hmm. That's right. Awesome. Well, Tawana, how can people get in contact with you? Can they follow you? What's your sure. information? Yeah, so on Facebook, you can just go to Tawana Lowry. And then on Instagram and Twitter, it's at overcome, the number four good. It's overcome for good. Uh, my website is TawanaLowry.com. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to book me for conferences or keynotes or workshops, you can just reach out to me on my email, which is AskTawanaLowry at Gmail. Awesome. Awesome. And we definitely want to have you back on the show. I know you have a wealth of information that you can speak on. So um, I want to leave a – I guess I'll get in contact with my publicist, Nikki, and she can contact you. But I would definitely love to have you back on the show in the future. I would love to come back. I had a great time. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. We have a enjoyed good you. Yes. <laughs> I enjoyed you too. I think you have a new student. <laughs> yes. Oh yay! Okay. Well, <laughs> awesome. awesome. Have a good evening then. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. Bye bye. Yeah, good that information. was good. That was good information. Yes. Was, yes. She rocked. That was good. Yeah. Yes. I mean, a lot of people don't want to put their failures out there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think we scared yeah. to do is fail. Exactly. Yeah. Especially with the audience. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But good, like she said, most successful people have failed numerous several times. times. Look, at our yeah. look, look, several times. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and God must give her that gift to overcome, overcome. But I don't want that many challenges. But yeah. She overcame. That's right. When she say cereal, she overcame. Yeah. Can y'all believe we have just 25 more minutes left in the show? Really? Two hours went by fast. Wow. Yeah. I enjoyed y'all so yeah. much. So we're going to talk about, we got let's maybe about 15 more minutes mm-hmm. before I do my um, favorite section, which is called Intimate Expressions, when I introduce all of y'all. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about, which one is that? That lady with the, the ears. Is that <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. 
So there, there was, I think it was in California. Yeah, in California. So a lady um, was in a restaurant mm-hmm. eating the food, talking about how good it was and all that kind of <laughs> stuff, um, and looked down and saw a rat <laughs> rush by her. A rat. A rat. So, you know, it was an unfortunate experience. Mm-hmm. But at the end, I guess she assumed that the meal would be comped or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they did have a picture of the, the, the check. But, you know, she ended up getting a bill. And on the bill, it said, written, somebody had put seen rat. And they gave her a discount. The bill um, came out. It was a $30.95 discount. And the discount was labeled seen rat. Um, and it was a $115 bill. She didn't get any type of an apology mm. or explanation from the manager. I want to know, number one. <laughs> number one. After you had saw the rat, would you have went in the direction, other direction, mm-hmm. or and, and still ate your food, or would you guys have demanded that you didn't have to pay anything, or would you just have paid it and not going back? What would you, what would you have done? I wouldn't have eaten there. You I, wouldn't. I, I would have got up and left. You can have your food, have your bill, <laughs> and have your rat. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of there. Okay, Once so I see but that, let me ask you this, Caprice. Right. So, what if you was finished with your food and you saw Mickey go back? Okay. <laughs> What would you <laughs> if, okay, so listen. If I was in a restaurant uh-huh. and I saw the rat and I had already ate all my food. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Back up. Okay, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight. Uh-huh. I'd be like, look, y'all gonna pay this bill. Uh-huh. And I don't even know if I, at first I kept saying they should be getting her gift cards yeah. and all kinds of stuff, but I don't think I wanna go back. Yeah, I don't think I want to go back because I, I'm so done. So you would have said that you would. So you would have requested a, a manager. I would have requested a manager and said. Now would this have been a loud issue? Would this have been a quiet issue? Uh, I, I think I would have been. Look, <laughs> first of all, after I finished screaming, that would have been my first thing. Yeah, you, exactly. How are you gonna be quiet about seeing yeah. a rat? And it's not. She didn't say mouse. It, she, she, said, saw she saw a rat. rat. Exactly. She saw she a rat. Ben. No, she didn't see Mickey. <laughs> she saw Ben. Yes. She didn't see Mickey Mouse. Okay, come on. Come on, Nikki. You were missing the point. What? The one on the restaurant. Yeah, seen rat. Seen rat. That's this rat in their residence. He must live there. So this is not the first time. Yeah, they just seen a rat. Somebody seen a rat there before. Health department, counselor, everybody. On my way out, I was calling. So after we figured out the manager was coming, and then I'm looking at my meat. I'm like, you already, you already see, I'm, I, I didn't call the manager. <laughs> so you could have had it in your food. You didn't ate it. So I need everybody here. I'm talking about this. Your bill. Yeah. Now I'll be back right. with her friends, and they're gonna have her some uniform. Uh-huh. On my way out, I would have uh, contacted uh, everybody. Er- no, the uh, would you have er- no, everybody. Would you have done social media? Oh, no, I'm going live. Look, you on Facebook live? You know I'm going. I'm going live, and I'm going to show them the scene rat bill and everything. Yes, look, scene rat. Yes, scene rat bill, everything. What would y'all do if y'all was in a restaurant and seen a rat? Call in. What would y'all do? Call us, 757-683-4405. Call us. What would y'all have done if you saw the rat? Now, I know I'm already really, it took me a long time to eat a certain cuisine food. Right. Because mm-hmm. I've seen movies and how they do stuff and the and meats. And, and you saw that thing and with it. Uh, and skin the rat yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm already like, this don't look like no chicken. Yeah. That's why I always order shrimp. You can't you can't fake a shrimp. Oh, no, girl. <laughs> um, some creative some, people. They, doing some weird they can make something? a nice Louis Vuitton bag. They can do a fake shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I 
thinking fake shrimp is easy. I'm done. Just give me some vegetables. Yeah, they're definitely going to. I'm not paying it. Yeah. No, I'm going to call the police. Let's see what he has to say. Yeah, everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. 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 Yeah, mm. they seen it before. Yeah, he lived there. Or spotted rat. I said his name was Ben. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go. Uh, people always laugh when I tell them I read because I get these Black Planet blog posts. I you still funny. subscribe to those. You so I get those in the mail and I read them. You, you know, funny. when I get up in the morning, I go, you Black know, Planet, y'all. On my to- I sit there and I read my Black Planet posts. They're mm-hmm. so good. Okay. So Ray 63275 mm-hmm. said, pessimistic people wait until they get the right person, job, wait. Or the perfect something before mm-hmm. experiencing the fullness of life, not enjoying anything. Then you put hashtag blessings, blah 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 blah. I want to know because this is an issue for me. Mm-hmm. What is something that you are al- you are allowing to get in the way of you just fully enjoying your life right now? I'm, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, my whole thing is um, because I have this big thing about growing older. And mm-hmm. I realized after talking to somebody, my issue is not growing older. My issue is aging, and it's physical. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a problem growing older because I know this get make me wiser. But my whole issue is I don't want to look like I'm growing older. That's my whole thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I think um, I just need to get over. I, I'm tying myself to what I think I should be doing at my age right now. And that, that holds me back from enjoying yeah. things because I'm always killing myself trying to get to where I think I need to be at exactly. age X. X, X. Yeah. Exactly. So I think I need to put down those expectations mm-hmm. so that I can enjoy what I have right now. Right now. Um, so that I can, you know, welcome more. Because I think right now I'm just I'm coming from a place, I think it probably to God it appears like it, it appears as I'm I'm ungrateful. Because mm, I'm always wanting that's something deep. else. Th- that is that, you that, went that's deep that's that time. Good because I, I went away this weekend and then I, I came home late with some lady from my church and came back and on my way coming back um, I heard the Lord say, stop complaining. And uh-huh. I didn't realize that I was complaining uh-huh. because I'm like you. My expectations are I should be doing this, this, and this. Right. I'm 46. Like, okay, well, what's going on? Yeah. You know, I don't have no kids at the house. Why am I not where I need to be? And my, my issue is now is I got everything society says we're supposed to have. Uh-huh. I got the masters. I got the bands. I got the car. I got uh-huh. the house. I got the husband. Uh-huh. But if you're still not fulfilled in your purpose, yeah. you're not and where you're supposed to be. So that's what it is. So I'm pushing myself to where I'm supposed to be, where I think I need to be. Mm-hmm. And the Lord's saying, stop complaining. You're going to get there. It's yeah. just going to take time. Time, right. So I'm like, well, society says I'm successful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's up, Lord? I mean, that's yeah. what society told me I am. Uh-huh. So wh- what's going on? So I think it's the expectation of, Caprice, you should be doing this at 46. Yeah. Why are you not? And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I need to sit back and just wait. Stop complaining on that I'm not where I need to be and just wait till God get me there uh-huh. and then stop and be ready. Uh-huh. So, ba- yeah, it's expectation. I just think I'm in my own way. Oh, really? I'm in my own mm-hmm. way. Like, I hinder a lot of my do own success. you talk success. yourself out of stuff? I do. You do? I'm, 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 really, I'm really guilty of that, and I'm learning not to do that. Uh-huh. Um, I almost talked myself out of this interview. Me too, really? Me too. I'm not lying. I'm, me I'm too. Si- I really did. I was, but you know, I really had to get myself together uh-huh. and say, "This is where God wants you to be." Uh-huh. You have got to stop talking yourself out of stuff, uh-huh. and that's why a lot of things in my life have been hindered uh-huh. because I kind of talked myself out of it. Uh-huh. One of the things I think I, r- I give my ex credit was is that um, there were.
work because they, they supported me very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I vowed after that relationship that nobody was ever going to believe in me more than I believed in myself. There you go. Because I, I've, I've had God has surrounded, even Nikki mm-hmm. has surrounded me with a lot of people who empower me, who encourage me, who mm-hmm. inspire me. Even when I tell myself I can't do something, mm-hmm. they'll be like, yes, you can, yes, mm-hmm. you can. And I'll push myself to do it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't mm-hmm. believe I didn't think I could do that. Yeah. Exactly. It's just like, you know, you said you mm-hmm. talked yourself, you yes. talked yourself out of it. Yeah. And you're doing amazing. You, yeah. you ladies are rocking. Ah. Yeah. Um, I said the same thing. When you came back, it was like, okay, where is it? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I uh-huh. mean, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like, okay, what am I doing? I yeah. mean, my, my gift is talking. I yeah. talk all the time. Yeah. So why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. You're right. right. Well, I'm loving this conversation. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's go to another one. Okay, so don't make the. Brown Sugar, one, gotta give her credit. Brown Sugar, I guess it's a girl. Brown Sugar 1539 <laughs> said, Don't make the mistake of investing too much of yourself. You should give as much as you get in return. Hashtag love yourself more. I wanna know, do you usually give too much of yourself in your relationship or friendship? I do. You do? I give way more than I get back. And so, but I had to think about that. And in my walk, now I'm learning, it's okay to say no. Mm-hmm. I haven't learned that I, all the way. Let me tell you yeah, something. Okay I had to, no. to learn to say no. And I say no a lot now. Mm-hmm. Like before, I never complained. I, I mean, I was in a relationship for 18 years that has ended. Wow. Okay. And I went we through a whole talk. lot we of talking. <laughs> we have to talk. I'm yeah. talking about it's something, a whole lot of stuff going on that. Yeah. Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> whole lot went on them 18 years uh-huh. that I did not consent to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. So I understand. in those 18 years, I said a lot, no to myself a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm saying yes to myself, somebody don't like. Okay. So, but God ain't complaining. I mm. said no a lot. This is my second time around. So. Oh, is it? Mm. Yeah. First time is it sweeter the second time around? First time I'm married 10 years. This time, yep, this, I'm loving it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes, you know. God presents people and ain't for you to, you know, you choose them. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't mean he chose them. So now it's like, okay, now that I wait for him to choose instead of me choosing, okay. it's perfect. Well, l- let me get some advice from y'all. So you're you're single. Yes, you're I'm single. single. Are you happily single? I'm, I'm ecstatic. <laughs> you know I am <laughs> miserable. Listen, peace. Let me Horrible. Tell you. I'll, I'll tell you why. Tell you you got to find your inner peace. I am so yeah, peaceful. Uh-huh. Walking into my home and my children are not on edge uh-huh. and they're not upset and they're calm and we and we laughing and we joking nobody's saying y'all making too much noise and oh. it can, and we can just be ourselves and mm-hmm. we don't have to be in our rooms and we can be all over the house and mm-hmm. it's just lovely it's just fun really but i do miss them okay i do miss them uh-huh. but on the other side <laughs> it's fun <laughs> When your kids left, you ran around the house Girl, next day. Girl, you, you, you uh, lit walk, up. Listen, you listen, lit up. I walk around in my BBDs all the time. Lord. Well, help me. Help me okay. because I am absolutely miserable. Okay. And, you know, I asked this question. Well, Nikki knows. But um, I want to know, how do you get to that point? You know, I, I'm going to talk about one of the blog posts that I read that brought up this whole thing because I, I go over this whole all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like I know I've, I've heard things, you know, God speaks to us all the time, and mm-hmm. I've heard um, from God, and I've heard from my pastor, he confirmed one of his, um, in one of his sermons that, you know, some, sometime God wants there to be seasons where you're alone. Yes. That's right. And that, you know, you, you really do yourself an injustice and more harm when you're trying to fill a void that God wants empty for a certain season. That's right. mm-hmm. And what I am doing, like POF, you was mentioning, uh-huh. or was it you? Somebody was mentioning POF, Black People uh-huh. Meet, 
Oh, I can go through all of them. I don't. I don't feel my time with that. I got the same profile stuff. picture on all of them. You hear me? <laughs> you hear me, Will? I don't feel my time with none of that stuff. You don't. I get up in the morning at five thirty on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We have a prayer call, uh-huh. and it's five ladies, and they on there every Monday, Wednesday, yeah. and Friday. And I'm gonna tell you, and we on there. You hear me? And when I get off of there. I hit my Bible. I have my own study I do. Uh-huh. So I fill my time with him, and I'm trying to get closer and closer that's right. to him. And that's him. exactly what he wants. So yeah. that is why that's right. I don't feel no, no none of that. The you other stuff you put in the way, you're going to keep feeling that. But you're right. But but yeah. I do I do have my devotional time. Yeah. I sent yeah. Nikki a picture. I have, mm-hmm. I'm reading, um, is it Yes Lord? I can't remember the name of that, but it's a devotional. Um, that a friend told me to read when she was going through mm-hmm. some treatments, a health treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really touches me. It mm-hmm. really reaches me. And then I read, they have corresponding scriptures. So I have that set up in my loft, and I read that in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I do believe, like you said, that place, this, this void is empty so that I can get closer to him. Where's your journal? I don't journal. Because I, I write so much at school, I don't I'm journal. I'm just telling you, I ain't trying to be funny. Uh-huh. That is the one thing that fills my void, and I can hear him. When I when I write, he t- actually talks to me in my writing, uh-huh. and I write as I'm oh, and I'm writing what he's saying to me. It's really weird because I'm thinking it's me, but you can tell it's not me. Yeah. It changes totally, and I'm writing what he said to me. The only time I, I journal was when I wrote my book. Uh-huh. Yeah. But other than that, uh, everybody here is differently, mm-hmm. and I'm here like one word. I'm mm-hmm. one word, like, you know, stop complaining or be humble mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't hear long sentences. Uh-huh. So what I'm learning, too, is stop comparing myself to what the way other people there you go. God because mm-hmm. that's where I was going mixed up. Mm-hmm. Well, you're doing it like this, and so, mm-hmm. therefore, I just started understanding the way he talks to me, mm-hmm. and, then, uh, and then fine. But right. there's a difference between being lonely and, and being, being alone. alone. So do you miss being alone or do you miss are you, are you lonely? lonely? There's, there is a difference. There's a difference. Well, what's a book on what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I am lonely because, number one, I had a very functional, dysfunctional relationship. Right. We were an island. Yeah. We didn't have outside. Well, I didn't have no outside friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So when the relationship was going, I was by myself. Yeah. And I'm already 45 years old. Don't have the best. So I'm my best when I'm on stage, when I'm here at this mic. When I'm doing something in the element of Will Strayhorn, right. mm-hmm. but aside, you'll catch me. I'm in the corner by myself. I don't socialize really well, yeah. um, and that's just from childhood. Right. Um, so I don't make friends really easy. So I'm home by myself norm- normally. That's why I think I keep so busy so I can keep occupied. But as far as friends, relationship, or whatever, I mean, I'm trying my hardest to be in a relationship, and it's just not working out. Don't try. Why you are you trying? Just not working out. You're trying. Yeah. You can't, and it's it it has to be like an accident. You yeah, know what I'm exactly, saying? Like, exactly. uh-huh. you it's can't try. And when he yeah. when, when the right one comes, uh-huh. when God sends you that right one, you'll know. I know it. Because I know. know these ain't the right ones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he told me or somebody <laughs> told me. <laughs> you know, somebody you, told me. My girlfriend went on, went out with somebody on TV, Christian Mingle. Oh, And Lord. they went mm. to a date, uh-huh. and the first thing he asked for was a drink. And she said, wait a minute, didn't I just get Yeah, on Christian Mingle. Who's that, Christian? <laughs> asked for a drink. What's yeah. that drink? Oh, mm. so that's yeah. a big misconception. Uh-uh. Christians drink. That's right. Yeah, yeah. They just drink. not to be we, drunk. We li- no, no. We, we live. So you're, mm. We live. No, mm. you're not ordering some Hennessy and Coke. You're supposed to live. And I just got you some Christian mingle. You're supposed to live. <laughs> that's, the biggest, that's, the <laughs> big, that's the biggest misconception, <laughs> though. Christians do drink. <laughs> we live. We live. Now you can drink some Henny. Just don't get drunk. Yeah. Yeah. I think different churches too. Yeah. Cause yeah, mine yeah. teaches you can. You, it's nothing wrong with having a drink. It's nothing wrong with having a drink. You just shouldn't drink to get drunk. You, 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 that's, that's like saying you shouldn't eat. 
because you can you can overeat. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So right. what I'm saying is at least let's get a little some date going in. <laughs> yeah. We know you don't know if the first thing you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. You could so be a holy roller salad. Holy roller. Can I have a henny and coke? Right. Let me get the cyber. Let me get this fat scat. At least get to know me and see, you know, do I even like the drink or things like that. Yes, sir. Uh huh. At the club. Exactly. Exactly. Probably so when yeah, they dropped it off. Different, different. <laughs> okay. So you you just got to understand. I mean, I'm not a drinker. I don't drink. So yes. I don't right. drink either. I don't drink. I don't drink either. Now I did start drinking during this. I like dessert wines. They have to be really sweet. Really. So they're not even really catch because it says low alcohol content. It's just sweet to me. Well, I stopped drinking years like ago because both of us couldn't be drunk. Oh. <laughs> somebody had somebody to be had sober. To make a decision. No, yeah. Somebody, somebody had, to drive. had to be ready. You know. Right, right, I've never right. been a so drinker. Even when I went to I stopped drinking a long time ago. My water, my lip gloss. And my uh my car keys in my pocketbook. That was it. I was a dancer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you were a dancer. Yeah. Dancer. Oh, okay. Yeah, I stopped well, drinking we a long time we ago. Fine. But yeah, you you have to th- them sites. Uh, well, you might need mm-hmm. to uh, back out a little bit. Keep swiping to the left. That's yeah. what y'all do, right? <laughs> you go. Keep to the left. Can't do <laughs> nothing. Okay. <laughs> All right, ladies. I, I want to thank both of y'all, but let's. I want to talk to you about your your personal ventures. I promise you that we'll give you opportunity. So let's go with you first. Mm-hmm. So your life coaching. But tell us about it. Well, how can we contact you? Well, you can contact me on my website, okay. CapriceElmore.com. I'm also on Instagram. Look, I gotta look at myself because uh, so much like going on. Look at it. I don't yeah. even love it. The, well, my Twitter is Caprice S Elmore, uh-huh. and my Instagram is Caprice underscore Elmore. Okay. And um. Right now, what I'm about to start doing is a venture for young adults, mm-hmm. with young girls ages 12 to 17, and it's called I Define My Beauty. Oh, okay. Because substituting in the school system, I noticed that these young girls don't even understand who they are, mm-hmm. and they are being pulled so many different ways, or you don't look right, you don't look right, you need to define your own beauty, right. so then you can carry yourself a little better. Mm-hmm. So I'm about to start a six-week program like th- um, for young girls ages 12 to 17, called I Define My Beauty, and we're going to go on from there. Oh, and I also awesome. did something called um, Kids Have Vision too, mm-hmm. because I understand adults have vision boards, but if we don't get the kids where they at mm-hmm. to let them start understanding that they can start visioning things too, mm-hmm. then they just going to fall to the wayside. A lot of our kids are not finishing high school because they don't have that dream. Mm-hmm. Yep. But if you put that vision in them starting in ninth grade, they can start gearing their classes towards what they want to be. Mm-hmm. Because if you understand what you want to be and work towards what you want to be, you're less to drop out than not knowing what you want to do. Yeah, we're so going to do a vision board party I for the kids the, at my house. The vision board. Yep. Uh, I, I, I understand. I love mm-hmm. my women. I still coach my women. Um, but I think you need to start a little younger. younger. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Start a little younger That's so right. that they won't get caught up in society quicker than you know, because a damaged girl is a damaged adult. Uh-huh. Yes, it is. So what made you want to get into life coaching? Um, because I started having a, um, some women come to my house, mm-hmm. and I loved it. And I was, we were just talking. It was just called, called intimate conversation with women. They would come, and we would talk, and I have different people come over to inspire them and empower them. Um, then as I'm going through the months, I noticed that, wait a minute, they don't need my degrees. Mm-hmm. They need something else more, and they started pouring out their hearts more and more. So I said, you know what? Let me let me go back and see what else I can do. And I looked at people said, oh, you remind me about Yala and things. I said, well, oh, yeah. let me look. And I went uh-huh. to um, look on Yala's site, uh, $10,000, uh, that's okay. <laughs> um, I went to a lot of different sites, and I wanted to go to a credible um, coaching certification. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I went to become a life coach, and, and it's been good. Really? Because now I have the women that come to me, I can give them the tools that they need to get over. They mm-hmm. don't need that master's degree because that ain't nothing for them. Mm-hmm. So I realized all the degrees you have, like I said, if you're not in your purpose, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. So I just say, Lord, wait a minute, I done paying these student loans. And yeah. I could have just went through a certification that cost yeah. this amount of money. Yeah. But I had to go through what I need to go through. So that's what made me start doing some life coaching. So where's your radio show? 
I don't have a radio show, but I will be back here. Um, you don't need your own radio <laughs> show. <laughs> and people always say that. Not yes. that we go on Facebook Live. They're like, go on Facebook. Like, no, I'm not there yet. But uh-huh. after today, you, I'm, I'm going to do what I need to do. Yeah, because, I mean, you're natural. I'm mm-hmm. going to do what I need to do. Yeah, but congratulations yeah. on everything that and you're doing. And I also Beautiful. have my book, Don't Forget It. Oh, yeah. Intimate Conversation with Women, How Several Transparent Conversations Inspired Me to Pursue My Purpose. That came out of the meeting because I believe in having a conversation. Once you have a conversation with somebody, you can learn about them. And a little conversation can actually change your life. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But we have to take the time and listen to what we talk to people about and what they tell us. So the book is uh, made up of several conversations that I had that changed my life that inspired me to become a life coach. Awesome. And at the end of the book, I actually tell my story. Oh, wow. So, And how can we get the book? You can go on my website, which is capriceelmore.com, and you can buy the book there. Or you can um, tweet me or Instagram me, and I can bring a signed copy to you if you're in the 757. Oh, that's, that's right. Up. Yes. And Denise Majors, tell us about all that you're doing. <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you promoting, baby? Okay, so first of all, I'm a hairstylist, mm-hmm. you know, 757 hairstylist. I've been doing it for quite some time. And um, right now, my, my passion is with weight loss. Okay. Um, as you guys know, that I nearly pa- I nearly died in 2014. Yeah, I, I had a tubal var- variant abscess in my stomach the size of a dinner plate. Ooh. And in that November, um, when they had to go in, when they cut me, I was septic. Uh-huh. So they had to remove all my innards. Oh, wow. So it put me in full hysterectomy, right? Uh-huh. So the m- next month, I kind of started feeling really funny in my body. I had gained all this weight. I was like almost 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. And so in January, I met up with a friend of mine who's from here. She's from Berkeley. Her name is Lamika Scott. Mm-hmm. And um, she presented me with a pack of tea. She showed me a pack of tea. And she said, you know, just try it. And <coughs> sent me the website. And, of course, she didn't send me the information about the tea. She sent me the information about the money. Because uh-huh. you know what kind of person I am. Uh-huh. And I went for it, joined the business two years ago. And I've been with Total Life Changes ever since. And it has, hel- has helped me go from a size 24 mm. down to a 14. Wow. And I'm very happy. Yes. Still on my journey. I uh-huh. still have some ways to go. Um, it got me off of one of my blood pressure medicines. Uh-huh. I'm down to three. Um, I have no cholesterol issues. I did have blood issues where my blood count was off. Mm-hmm. Um, even my B12 was off. Mm-hmm. I'm back normal. I have no, 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 nothing wrong with my blood. I had, I had three transfusions back then. But I'm, I'm fine and clear now. It's just my pressure. And my pressure is because of work. Yeah. I know that's because of my work and everything. I really want people to get this. My work is not, not work in hair, but my work as a Christian, as a believer. Uh-huh. So that people know that your health is your wealth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you're... God didn't want us to be a living sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Jesus already did that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we have to take care of our bodies from the inside, mm-hmm. inside out. And so just like I have a, a special needs son, mm-hmm. he needs a kidney. Mm-hmm. And I make sure he takes care of his body. Is he on the list? He's on the list. Six, okay. He's on the list. Yeah, he's on the top of the list. Six, six, almost six years. Yeah, he's been yeah. on, he's on, he's on the list since he was 12. He's 17. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. so. It's coming. He's, he, it's coming. I already yeah. know. It's, it's coming. coming. And, you know, and so I need to let them know that you need to get healthy. Yeah. Because I, I don't want to lose any more of my friends. I've right. lost too many already. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're, they're gone. They're gone away like flies. It's not because somebody's killing us, but we're killing ourselves. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. You want to get with so your girl? So what are some other things that Total Life Changes have? Oh, we have health and wellness. We have longevity. Oh. Sexual enhancement. I don't have a problem with that. Thank you. But go ahead. Um, we, have <laughs> some, we, have some, we have some older people, women and men, who have <laughs> 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 eyelashes and 
ED and uh-huh. you know. Yeah. But, but see your medication. Some uh-huh. people are on blood pressure medicine. Some men. Uh-huh. They don't understand yeah. that the reason why they can't mm-hmm. please their partner blood is because a big thing for it, yeah. of it their is. pressure yeah. and the medication. Uh-huh. But if you just see your girl, I can get you some strike up. <laughs> And, and you can strike up. That's the name up. of it, strike up. And, and for the women, you can, it's called love. So you can say strike up some love. Do you have anything for sleep? I do. You do? Okay. It's called, it's called um, Slim PM. Slim PM. And you're you going to sleep like a baby. What I wake it? up like this. Is it the thing you put on your tongue? No. Okay. It's a, it's a shake. Okay. And you drink it. I wake up like this. Really? <laughs> I, I need to get with you. Share, sleep. share your information I how sleep. people can get in contact with you. To get, do you have a site where people can I go do. on? It's www.deneenjmajors.com. Okay. You can get me there. Or you can catch me on Facebook as Deneen, at Deneen Josette Majors. Mm-hmm. I am on uh, Instagram as Deneen J Majors. Mm-hmm. And I am on Twitter as Hair Guru 757. Hair, all right. Hair Guru 757. Uh, you can also catch me with the DJM t shirts. It's uh, Don't Judge Me. Okay. Okay. You know what? We normally take a commercial break and come back with my um, intimate expressions, but because of the time, we're going to go directly into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to ask you a question. This is just our time, just for you to think on your feet, answer them. I'm going to ask you the same questions. We're going to start with you, Capri. Mm-hmm. And my whole theme for this is basically about friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to ask you, um, what quality do you most value in your friends? The quality I most value in my friends is uh, they're willing to support. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to go real quick uh-huh. uh, because I believe uh, they always say there's love language between a man and a wife. Uh-huh. I believe there's a love language between friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my love language is support. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you just say, um, well, um, I'm being spirit. I don't buy that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I'm a support person. Because mm-hmm. I'm at everything you do, kids, things like that. Yeah. So the way you show me that you love me mm-hmm. is by supporting me. Mm-hmm. I don't want a gift. I mailed your gift. That's fine. I need mm-hmm. your vibe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um, I'm a support person. So if you are a, a supporter, then that's what I value in you, that you are there. You don't mm-hmm. have to be at everything. But but the most important thing, I'll get you there. And that, you know what, on my vision board I have for this year, I want a group of supportive friends. Mm-hmm. I have for yeah, this yeah, year. Exactly. What about you? Loyalty. Loyalty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Because I believe if they can be loyal to you, they'll be with you forever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been a big part of my issue, picking the wrong friends. But mm-hmm. I do have friends that I've had all of my life. Mm-hmm. Though my best, best friend, which was my God sister, passed mm-hmm. away, you know, um, a year or so ago. Um, that took a lot out of me. Mm-hmm. And now trying to feel, you really can't fill that void. But trying to find someone to fit that mold yeah. of who she was, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. So I rely on my children a lot. Oh, wow. I don't really. What are the ages of your kids? Okay, well, my biological, mm-hmm. she's 21. Okay. My other, my stepchildren are 10, 17, 23, and 25. They're very great kids. kids. I love them. You hear me? Like I gave birth to them. And I rely on them a lot. You got a lot of kids, yeah. Grandkids, too. <laughs> do you got grandkids? Yeah, yeah. I do. I want a little tra- I want some trim. Mm-hmm. Will. <laughs> Will. <laughs> what? Real. Uh. Careful what you ask. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, I don't know if commitment and loyalty is the same. Mm-hmm. I don't want, I have a lot of fly-by-night friends. Mm-hmm. Some I, when I did have them, you know, if you fall out, that's it. Mm-hmm. Some people who are going to be my ride or die. Is that loyalty or is that commitment? Well, no, or is that it's the like same? this. 
But if you have a friend that's loyal to you, you can fall out. Yeah. And you yeah. can come back. Right. You know what I'm Even like, if you got, you know, we're not talking for a while, we I know that it's just a moment. Of yeah. Because I don't want nobody to agree with me 100%. Yeah. I need somebody that's going to be honest with me that's and right. tell me, look, girl, this ain't working. Mm-hmm. Look, girl, do something else. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or and, and be, be honest to a certain degree. Yeah. The real thing you know is what a friend is going to tell you the truth. Yeah. Nobody want no yes man. I ain't yeah, got don't no tell money what I want to hear. Yes man. <laughs> I ain't got enough money to have a yes girl. Mm-hmm. No, you need to tell me what it is or, or that's it. But I do believe certain things are for a season too. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an issue. No, that's true. Oh, that's I true. Hold on to friends. Yep. When I, I know the Lord's trying to sh- get them away, mm-hmm. and I'm still trying to hold on to mm-hmm. them. Like, okay, well, what's going on? But then I have to sit back and think about it. Why is it that we're just drifting apart? Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. And it I got to stop trying to keep something that ain't supposed to be. Girl, yeah. Because right. that hurts even more. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. But you're preaching right now. thinking it. Because exactly. I had to do that. But I, every every day I try to say this. I haven't said it in a while, but I used to say this every single day. I asked him to remove mm-hmm. people who are not like me, not right. like him. Yeah. Yep. So let me ask you this. Are you a good friend? I'm a good why friend. or why not? Why? I'm a good friend because I'm, I'm loyal, I'm trustworthy, I'm honest, and I'm a true supporter to the end. That's good. And that's not just in that person. That's in that family, mm-hmm. the whole family. Of oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So okay. if, if your kids is going there you go. dance or something, I'm, I'm at So I'm you're at a real that friend. Place. I'm All right. Exactly, yes. That's yes. what's up. I'm a real friend because I'm very supportive. Okay. Like, you can, I, it's been plenty of times. I watch their kids. I only care if they don't watch mine. So I'm a real friend. I'm very supportive. I'm very loyal. Um, I give you the shirt off my back. That's uh, That goes back to that saying no yeah, thing. Uh-huh. You know, so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, I honestly, I'm a horrible friend. What? I am. I really am. I am. Um, I think a lot. Of, I, I've had a friend who told me, because when, when I got in a relationship, I told you that. Pretty much all my close friends, mm-hmm. to me, I thought you understood that now that I'm in a relationship, I don't really have time for y'all, which is bad. Yeah, I, I, bad. I, I, I was a younger time. person there. I understand yeah. that. And I've had, uh, you know, when we would have problems, I would call them. You want to hang out? And one pr- one told me, so, oh, okay, so you're ready to play with me now. <laughs> you're ready to take me out <laughs> yeah, the box yeah, yeah, to play uh-huh. with me, which is, which is, you know, that's not a good quality right. in a friend. But um, it's my prayer now that God teaches me how to be a better friend mm-hmm. so that I will w- the new group of friends that he's going to send me, I'll be a better friend to him. They'll, they'll understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My girlfriends, a couple of them are not married. And I used to get upset, like, why you don't come on the weekends? Not, not like the home. You spend the time with him. You don't work on the weekends. I had to be like, oh, they helping me. Yeah. yeah. I was mad in the beginning, but they helping me. They're not calling me all day mm-hmm. because they give me my time with my husband. Mm-hmm. They had to explain it to me. No, I'm not going to call you all day. Right. Because you with your husband. I'm like, oh, okay. I thought you were just knowing me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, 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 he's going to send you some friends that's going to understand when you get in a relationship what they role is as well. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, ladies, that's our time. Thank oh, y'all. Oh, Thank so y'all fun. for coming on the yes, show. Yes, I enjoyed and it. Like I said, you, anytime you want to come back, I'm going to give you the information so that you can book your date. Oh, uh, we, you guys were awesome. I Thank really appreciate you. it. Everybody, make sure you tune in next weekend for our Valentine's Day show. We have John Patrick Adams coming on. We have um, guest co-hosts Paula B. and Coach Ellis from The Rules Ooh. will be here okay. talking next week. So make sure Sounds you tune in. Until ev- until then, everybody have a blessed week, and you know what? Live life on purpose. Yes. yes. To the fullest, yes. Have a blessed night. Have a blessed night. Thank you for listening to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. Please be sure to visit us on the web at letsfaceitradio.com and at Let's Face It Radio on Facebook for the latest in show information and exciting, innovating ways that you can be a part of the show. So tune in next week, same place. 
same time. For real people, real topics, real talk. Let's face it. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.